Welcome to the next 8-4 Play podcast, your first, only, greatest hope for talk about Japan and games and Japanese games. I am Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. Uh, we are down a, uh, a couple regulars, but we are plus one very, very special guest. So I think it at least evens out. We might even, we might even have gained something in the bargain. Yeah, I like to think so. Hmm. Don't say anything to John and Graham, who are... Uh, they won't listen. Or hmm. not are not I here today. Anything. That's right. Um, <laughs> pretty safely say that. Um, yeah, I think John might. John might listen. He's going to have some long a long flight uh, back mm, in his future. Mm. So, uh, but anyway, uh, with me, as mostly always, uh, Dermot Grinder Cregan. How do you spell grinder? G R I N D R. I think. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> what is that? It? <laughs> Uh, you That's grind, way. <laughs> you grind your teeth. Oh God! Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a I very would... common thing. It's nothing to be. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Well, it's like a, it's. I mean, I guess it's common, but it's a new thing for me. Okay. Right. So is it a new thing or a new thing that is newly discovered? I don't think so because I've been going to the same dentist since I was a kid. Yeah. And I went to the okay. dentist when I went home. Yes. And before we had even talked no about care, what like, I've been it, doing, I'm going to pay through the nose for American dentistry. No, because I'm not yet 26, so I can still be covered by my parents. Obama. Wow, you're young. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I was I was back, so I got my free dental visit. Mm. And they were like, work's been stressful, huh? And I hadn't said anything about work. Whoa. <laughs> and I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, we're showing all this wear on your teeth, because they had just taken, like, x-rays. So they showed me all this shit. Whoa. So they're like, you need to get a bite guard. Here's some links. Yeah. I haven't done any of that because I like came back straight back. So mm-hmm. I got to get like a boil and bite thing. That's it. they said that was a thing. You get one Whoa. from Amazon. You boil it and then you bite down so it molds of your teeth. So you no don't have to pay shit. for like a precision one. I was thinking about that some more. Is it scalding hot when you do that? I want to think it stays <laughs> like a little soft, it's like a molten lava like thing. I, mean, I didn't know that, that. Yeah, that that was possible. Wait, so how? That seems like a weird thing because dentists make presumably a lot of money yeah. on those molds. Yeah, I'm surprised that he's like, yeah, we'll order you one on Amazon. I think they realized that they weren't going to be getting that money because uh, I was going back. So right. they were like, "Fuck it, we'll tell you a little yeah. secret." Yeah. Mm. So you haven't done that yet. No, I haven't. A boil, but I'm like, bite. yeah. Wow, that's like an industry term. It is. Sounds like it. I think yeah. So what do you what do you what are you waiting on, man? You got to take care. Of this that shit is bad. That yeah, shit I know. Does bad. Uh, yeah, I like. I feel it this week. This week has been very stressful. It's been stressful since we got back. Yeah. And now that I'm like cognizant of it. Mm. It hurts more. Like my jaw is sore. So it's mm. it's happening at night while you're asleep, and also at work. Like you notice it. You notice. Yeah, I notice it now. It. Oh, I okay. bought some haichu because Roy and I went to <laughs> Family Mart across the street to get some gum, and yeah. then I realized through Roy that a lot of it has like caffeine in it, and I'm not about that. I don't want to like develop <laughs> right a habit. <laughs> a habit. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of so a lot of the gum has caffeine in it. Yeah. Are you talking about like black I, black? I, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I, man I just pointed out black black specifically. I wasn't okay. like all of this is caffeinated dermot. <laughs> that scared say. me though, man. I don't <laughs> want to people are like, What are you talking about? Gum in or caffeine in gum? But that's like a salary man targeted yeah. gum. That's like you don't have time for a smoke break. Mm. You know we're gonna throw like every terrible. There's like trace you know amounts of heroin and like black tar <laughs> heroin in there or whatever. It's like. You don't need anything that's going to take care of, of all of your needs here. Just yeah, eat a little black black. It's also called black black, which is a, a <laughs> crazy great name for gum. But, um, yes, famously does have, I think, a little bit. Might have some nicotine in there. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I think it might. Who knows? Uh, 
you're like, why, why am I smoking? Like, I'm suddenly smoking a pack a day <laughs> uh, habit. Yeah, job um, feels fine, but my lungs hurt. But Dermot's, Dermot's Haichu, is this what they're called? Haichu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. explain what that is for people who don't Haichu live in Japan? Haichu are actually pretty popular in America now. Yeah, they, they sell it there. Yeah. What? I had no not, idea. Not at like a not, not not like at Walgreens, yeah, yeah, yeah. CVS. What? They're yeah. at like your local pharmacy now. And they're called Haichu? They're called Haichu, yeah. yeah. What? Chew no. is respelled to C H E W, like you're chewing yeah. it. No shit. Yeah. yeah. It's Whoa. All my okay. friends know about it. Wow. Yeah. They I were like Trojan horsed in through Daiso and now everywhere it carries them. Huh. Weird. Well I will say because okay. he was consuming quite so many of those yesterday, <laughs> he had this very pleasant smelling aura of like Japanese candy <laughs> yeah. around him, so it was like I'm kind of benefiting from Dermot's stress. The strawberry shortcake doll. That's right. The, right. The office. Maybe that should have been your nickname. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I got a. Uh, What's weekend. the long-term solution here, though? Because you can't be just chewing on haichu. I, I know. I just need to do it. Get better about. I don't know. Like become a mouth breather or something. So my mouth's always open. <laughs> no. Do the boiling. The boiling bite. Yeah, but that's boil not a solution bite. for work, though. Why not? You, you can have a, a boxer. Yeah, have one at work. <laughs> And have one for sleep, one for play, one yeah. for home time. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, one for hmm. play and one for home time. You can't. There's no like work friendly mouth guard. There. Maybe you could just get like a grill, like a a gold, you know, like a grill. Sure. Yeah. yeah I can I expense mean, that maybe, right? And then that would not. You didn't want to grind, and then you still, you know, look cool. <laughs> keep up your image. For... My dentist in the same visit actually told me that like she was surprised that since I've you know I've been playing soccer my whole life, right? And I've never worn a bite guard. Or any sort of mouth guard, but you mm. don't when you play soccer. But she seems to think that everybody should. Well, that's that's yeah. kind of like a dentist probably way to think about things. Like like football, yeah. Uh, contacts like direct contact sports that makes sense. But yeah, like head on head contact. I feel on. like you know. Yeah, yeah. Soccer, is, you're not gonna. So so kind of the thing is like I've gone this far without a mouth guard. I right. don't want to have to wear one. No. Every waking moment. No, you're not. That's you're gonna be fine. You don't when you, you're playing soccer. You don't see other people wearing them. I'm right? not saying that. I'm saying like that's why I'm adamant to avoid it at work. Okay. You know. Well, I think work is an exception. You spend a lot of time here. Nobody cares if you're wearing a mouth guard <laughs> or not. I care. If more. Work is if it's work stress that's causing it. Then mm. you probably wanted to have yeah. a solution for work. Yeah, that's true. Is this preventative at this point, or have you like? Yeah, seriously damaged oh, your no, teeth. Oh no, no, they were like, we're showing like signs of wear that have never been there before. Yeah. So it's clear that this is going to persist, right? Unless something changes at work, and that's not. And it's happen, not so. just normal aging, or <laughs> no, <laughs> no, my or my teeth are thought. impeccable. It's not just a slow march towards death, <laughs> uh, inevitable. It's doing this to you. Mm. Uh, well, by next podcast, I expect you to have the boiling bite. Okay? All right, or All right. else the listeners will hold you accountable. Yeah, I'll try, I'll try to keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, they will also hold accountable one Roy, Mr. DNA, Blakely. It's me. Oh, yeah. It might not be the most cleverest nickname, but <laughs> do you know what it's from? I do, yeah. What? So, um... No, no, no. Not, oh. not the story behind it, but... Oh, I don't know what the hell Mr. DNA means. Does Anybody? that mean something? No, I Anybody? got nothing. I had to look this I up think of the arms the guy, you know? Helix? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, the one that's like that. No DNA. That one. Yeah. yeah okay. Dinosaurs. I didn't know he had a name. Yeah, I know he does. Yeah, he does. Okay. And I was like, was it Mister DNA? Wasn't that lame? Was it? And I looked it up. It's like, Bing, Mister DNA. Is he called um, that in the movie? Is that just like yes. a cast credit? No, he's like cast credit. DNA. <laughs> I think he is. Um, hmm. But anyway, so yeah. So now the real world. Yeah. Application of it. So for Christmas, my mom sent me. That twenty three and me. I just DNA did that thing? last week. Yeah, oh, y'all are both on the grid now. Hot. Interesting. Well, yeah, so, seriously, that is why I can never, <laughs> yeah. I can never do that now. 
So, and, and I didn't even think about that until Dermot mentioned it. But like, I kind of feel like what 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 are they going to do? What are, have maybe you it's seen just Logan's Run, Roy. Do you know Logan's Run? I don't remember if I have or not. All right. Well, they killed everybody <laughs> over like uh, twenty six years old. So. <laughs> Oh, still good to look forward. <laughs> no, to. I'm, I would definitely be dead then. Yeah, when Trump, when when you turns out you're like ten percent like Cherokee or something, <laughs> and and oh. Trump passes, you know, whatever bill. Yeah, yeah. I'll send someone to smirk at you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that kind of stuff is a little scary. There's also like an option to upgrade it so that it'll tell you like health risks you might want to look out for. Mm. Like you're prone to blank, know. blank, or blank. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking too. Like, you know, oh, was an option. What do you, I, I yeah. found out some stuff about my when you, family history when wait, I was did you, too. So I don't know if you knew I, this, but when you, from when you open it, you're supposed to go online and create a, an account and like sync. I did that, Okay. Yeah. And when, when I did that, it was like, hey, do you want to pay $100 to upgrade to the family plus whatever the hell? It's like, oh, oh it looks like, uh, I don't want to say anything, but you <laughs> might want to upgrade to the... Uh, $100 plus plan. You have an app? Like, yeah, like actually yesterday I answered like 820 or 830 yes. health questions like on the oh, app. Jesus. Oh, God. So Ranging from... For more info. What, yeah, what, for what, real. What, what point is that for them? They're All they're doing is it's, analyzing your DNA. Why would you have to take a... A, a questionnaire. That's a yeah, how does that benefit question. you? I don't know if they just want to find out if there's like causality, like with certain races or mm, demographics. Oh, wow. mm. I, I answered a lot of lifestyle questions and like, yeah, ones like, about if I have any uh, pre-existing conditions and things. Why? Like that. The, why what does that get you? I don't understand. What does that get I, it, you? It, it helps them. That's what, yeah, right. They must have phrased it so I was like, I'm helping myself, but I guess in retrospect, oh, no, man. Man. Like, it gets why you did thinking. I say that? Like, why did I give them my social security number? Yeah, um, why did I give them my cell phone, like, GPS tracking? <laughs> so we'll, we'll get to you, mystery guest, in a second, because I want to hear your story with it. Mm-hmm. But so you got the test. Got the test. You, like, spit into it. You spit into a tube. It's can't a lot eat. of spit, though. It's quite it? a good amount of spit. Uh, you can't eat or drink 30 minutes before making the spit. Okay. So I did it, like, first thing in the morning. And, you know, when you wake up in the morning, you're a little parched. Sure. So I had to dig deep for that spit. I had to, like, really <laughs> focus. Um, but, yeah, then once once it's in there, you, like, close the lid, and it puts this solution in there, preserves it for, like, mm. against temperature, like, extreme heat or extreme cold. Is this, like, a metal tube? or Plastic. Like, okay. And then um, the thing is, though, so my mom sent it here, but it's an American product, and all the labs are in America. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I had to send it back over to her to yes. send to them. Right. Which, like, I don't know if you guys have done much sending packages to America recently, but, like, I swear they're just getting more and more strict about the things that you can and can't send. Oh, liquid specimens. Li- yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Explaining that, I guess, would be <laughs> yeah. a little... So I put, like, DNA sample as my as what it was. <laughs> oh, well, no, what's Roy, man. Okay, no. so, but here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. Like, we've... we've... Candy bar, Roy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, for a- real, dude. Anything. anything. So, like, okay. Action figures. I get, I get the whole lying thing. I get it. Potentially contagious, like, uh, <laughs> monkey zero virus. <laughs> so, T-virus. But <laughs> I kind of learned my lesson because before Sarah and I over the holidays sent a package back yes. and we did fib a little bit uh, what were you sending did it have Sarah, a battery in it or Sarah something? sent perfume okay. and there was a thing that was like don't fucking send perfume and we're like it's toothpaste I don't remember what we said something like that something innocuous why don't send because of the duty or something I think it's because there could be alcohol in it therefore it could be oh, flammable okay alright so mm. we lied about that they caught that shit they sent it back they were like calling us they were like you gotta oh, come pick up your fucking perfume <laughs> really yeah did you so, go, did you pick it up? Uh, Sarah did. Yeah. That shit, man. I don't know, man. I think they just X-ray they X-ray shit. It and yeah. See, like uh, like a cartoon, like one yeah. of those It's like TSA. Things. Right. Yeah, I, I tried sending like a DS like ten years ago. The battery, right? Because of the yeah, the yeah. lithium-ion battery was. And like, you didn't say that it was a, a DS. 
I, think, I, put, I put game or something really right, vague. Right. Something, mm. something vague enough where I guess it wouldn't draw attention to what was in it, but apparently, it. like at the airport or wherever, they did catch it. I think they're, they, they've relaxed that rule in the, the last bet? few years. I, I don't know. Send games, I remember every game systems. Big problem. Mm. But it was really annoying because you were stuck with like a $300 UPS bill or whatever uh, if you wanted to send a, a DS back in the day or a 3DS. So, stuff. Roy, how did you get your sample through? So, well, I just went, went there. And I was like, let's see what happens. Like, I'm just gonna, I can only be honest. <laughs> you just went dice. to the other so, end of the spectrum this time. You told me exactly what it is. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that I can't lie now. And I figure if I can't <laughs> just do it, I gotta lie better. Well, okay, you think about what you would would have put down while I tell this story. Dermot. All right. And see if you can come Jeez. up with something clever. Bad, bad influence. What happened to Dermot here? <laughs> it's the tea. He's, he's, the he's, hot, he's high on caffeine. It's all that fucking caffeine yeah. in, the, in your gum, man. I don't know what's happened. You're turning into a criminal. Hmm. Okay. So, so I, I was honest with them. Yes. And uh, they saw it and they were like, oh, we're going to need to investigate this. So this lady pulls out like like oh this book. Like um, It's hard to describe. Like It wasn't like normal 8.5 by 11 paper. Like I'm talking like, like really a register. long. Like, like a... a yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was huge. And, and it was like printed and it looked worn and old. Like This is also <laughs> very like the Japanese bureaucratic experience is like yes. somebody pulls out like this old stack of paper yes. and they start leafing not through it not a computer mm-hmm. never a computer yep hmm. always fucking paper or paper-based <laughs> products yes mm. and then she's like all right i'm gonna need to like she had to call somebody too so she's Sorry. on the phone while looking through this thing yeah. and she's like this might be a while i don't know if you want to say forget it or and i was like no i'll <laughs> wait yeah. yeah no i didn't take that bait <laughs> yeah so i sit back down and i'm just like i'm gonna wait she calls me back over and she's like it's fine so long as it's not blood with um infectious qualities to it or something and i was like oh that makes sense infectious (laughs) Uh, i mean as far as i make sense as far as i know anyway so So that was it well that was it except my zip code Uh for america wasn't the nine digit zip code it was the six oh no sorry ten digit which i've never had that happen before yeah what's the problem i've never had that i've never so i was like all right fine so i look up the full what's the problem they need a 10 digit zip code she she was like yeah she was like apparently they get a lot of stuff sent back oh she's just fucking at that point she's like fuck you for making (laughs) the giant register well whatever we we got through it together it's sent yeah Mm. do you know if they've gotten it like if they can i just sent it today okay so oh. we'll, I'll have an update once I find out okay. uh, how much Cherokee I am. Yeah, I want you to read it live on the uh, on the podcast. I will. So. If you want, I could open the envelope. <laughs> that would be... I don't know if there is an envelope, yeah, actually. That, no, there probably is. <laughs> no, it comes in the app. Like the Academy Award. Oh, okay. Your results. So. Right, how well. long does it take for him to they, get They results? say six to eight weeks. That long? Although now I'm worried because I didn't put that much spit in mine. You didn't go to the line? I don't line. remember. Oh, you haven't your results yet. Either. No, I, I sent mine like last week. Okay. So, um, oh, God. Maybe we'll find out that you've got the T virus, uh, Mister. What a segue <laughs> see, that was! That. Thank cool. you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Uh, mystery guest one, friend of the show, back again. Do you remember the last time you were here? Like four years ago, maybe. About what it was like the twenty fifteen like launch show or something? It was a Brave Wave episode. Oh, spoilers! Oh. Sorry. <laughs> well, Damn you it. might have guessed it now, but uh, yes, that is. Uh, one Mr. Alex C, aka CVX Freak, Annual. Welcome back. Good to be here. It's been a while. It has been a while, yeah. Um, and of course, why you are here should be obvious to anyone who knows what you're about. But uh, <laughs> do you want to, for people who somehow are unfamiliar, uh, what are your what are your bona fides? What do you what do you what do you do? What are you up to? 
Uh, well, How are you? I like Resident Evil games, uh-huh. and I run <laughs> Brave Wave Productions, which is yes. a game music label. Which I also want to talk about. But first point of order today, launching as we're writing this, the hype, the hype train is running full steam. I'm not doing it. Ahead. I said hype train. <laughs> You just made me say it again. That's right. Write down the fucking time code. Um, although, although maybe we can get a sound effect from Resident Evil Zero, the train in, in Resident Evil Zero, instead of the normal uh, hype train. That'll probably just be like a normal train a, sound. Right? Anyway, um, the reviews have hit. Um, what's it running at like now? Like a 90... 91 on Metacritic, yeah. Damn. Almost uh, like the, right neck and neck with uh, Tetris Effect. Find it at your local <laughs> stores now. Eighty nine. That's great. Uh, yeah, neck and neck. All right. So um, yeah, those like glowing, glowing reviews. Um, and to be uh, upfront here at the start, we're going to cover a lot of different aspects of this. Uh, we're going to go deep, but we are not going to do spoilers because the game just fucking came out today. Yes. Uh, I was lucky enough to get a early copy, a little bit early from Capcom. You as well also got a copy I should mention up front. Yeah, uh, I did. Provided from Capcom. You've played the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Every scenario twice. Right. Ex- except Tofu, because Tofu is hard so as you're, fuck. Well, yeah, I mean, you can't count Tofu as a scenario. That's okay, anyway. though. Is this Tofu? Um, <laughs> you're pointing to uh, Sherry, Sherry Burke <laughs> on a cover of Famitsu. This child looks like it should be more frightened. How I don't rude. know much about this game, but like, if I were this child, I think I would look She'd terrified be, like, or whatever. Fucking shitting her pants. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she has a pretty good reason to to, to have be that. to be terrified or to Expression. not to be. To be a spoiler, okay, all right, spoiler territory here, Roy. She's get staring right at me. I, I gotta ask. She's staring. Don't she's she's staring, staring at a locket. Only you knew. Here's to be staring at a locket. This from official art, so that's not a spoiler. Um, so I, you, you said all oh, the different scenarios, which brings me to kind of our first thing. Let's talk about, um, I want to hit old Resident Evil two, which we're free to talk about mm. that we can spoil the shit out of because you should have fucking played that. By well, now. Well, well, can we though? What? I haven't played Resident Evil two. Yeah. I haven't played God's sake, the people. second one or the first one. I tried to play all the right. remaster of the first one, yeah. but like shooting anything yeah. was like a flight simulator of like <laughs> nonsense. The tank control, basically. <laughs> I just, I don't even remember. Like, I remember trying, like, there were dogs that move, like, the speed of light. And, like, oh, just, yeah. just yeah. using a gun was, like... <laughs> to be fair, the dogs are kind of broken in that game. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. I, I've died against the zombie dogs in Remake. And that's the very first thing you times. encounter, right? Uh, well, well in, in the cutscene, yeah, but... So, okay, yeah. so, sorry. Anyway. We're not going to... All right, fine. We're not, we're not going to explicitly spoil the first game. We are going to talk about, like, aspects of it. So, for example... One of the first things I thought about when you talked about having cleared all the scenarios twice, uh, right? You say in the old game, in the old Resident Evil Two, which, by the way, if you have played or you are interested in, Alex has an excellent article on Polygon, an excerpt from your forthcoming book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nishi Tasty uh, History of Resident Evil. Yes, is that what it's called? Volume One. Volume One. Um, and uh, that there's an excerpt specifically on Resident Evil Two. You talk about RE 1.5, the original version of 2 that ended up getting scrapped. Um, but uh, one of the most interesting tidbits of that was the two-disc thing. that I. I'd, oh, yeah, how, how the game ended up on two discs instead of one. They, they could have fit on one disc. Because I always thought that was so smart and such a cool hook. Because the game, that game, you could start as either of the two characters, which you can again in, in the RE 2 remake, uh, um, 
uh, Claire or Leon, and uh, just whichever disc you put in was that person's disc. So Leon had a disc, Claire had a disc. But also in that game, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think this is different from the remake, right? In that game, you could play Leon A, so if you started with Leon, Mm. then you could play Claire B, which is finishing with Claire, Right. Oh. Or you could play Claire A, starting with Claire, and Leon B, B. And Leon B was different from Leon A. Right. So, but in the new game, there's just Claire and Leon, right? E- there's not like an A, B thing where you're able to... There is, actually. There is. Uh, so instead of, instead of using the letters A or B, yeah. um, they use this, this phrase called second run. Interesting. So... so Game ends, credits roll, and then it says you can either go back and start and play as Leon and Claire, or if you want to do, you finish now with Leon. If you want to do Claire, second run Claire, then right. you can do that. Right. Cool. And then, and then in the same way, it's kind of a continuation of that story. It's not. Yeah, it's the it's the other side of that same story. Yeah. Whereas if you go and play Leon instead of Claire, you're kind of going through the same. Right. Story, but there are some differences. Well, you don't see the real ending if you don't play the second run right. scenarios. So technically, there are four scenarios. So there's Leon, Leon second run, Claire, Claire second run. I see. And then they pair accordingly. But I have a feeling when... I see confused looks here. Yeah, so the second run, is it... Like, the example you were giving, it sounds like the second character is only playing the, the back half of, of the game. In the original. In the original. But it sounds like, in this case... You're just changing the character entire and playing the whole game. Well, it's, it's, it sounds like it's the same thing in both versions, right? In the remake, it's. I mean, basically yes, but I think Capcom didn't want to advertise it this way, right? Uh, in the remake, because there is actually a lot less variation between Leon and Leon Second Run than there was uh, in 1998 with oh, Leon A and so it Leon quite B. So doesn't stack up. Yeah, it, it's it's actually kind of interesting how. Most of the reviews don't seem to mind this, but right, mm, for right. me, as someone who enjoyed Resident Evil Two way back in the day, I find there's far less variation right. between the four scenarios than there well, was I before. Think, and that was crazy, even at the time. I mean, that was you were getting so much game. I mean, it was like maybe not four games in one, but it felt mm. like at least two. I mean, it was really a crazy amount of content, and the difference between Leon and Claire's scenarios were substantial, were significant. Mm, Characters right. were in one and not kind of in the other. You saw mm. them like a bit part in one and not in the other. Mm. Is that stuff as somebody who's played through the game again with no spoilers? But is that stuff similar? The difference between just straight up Leon and Claire is it feel like mostly the same game? Just like some voice lines are obviously different. Um, like reactions mm. to things that happen are different. But the you're latter, going through, yeah. The same thing in the same order, it's, it's, same puzzles. It's, it's baffling because in the original, like Leon A. Clarby, they all had different boss fights, mm. completely different boss fights. But in this game, they they fight the same bosses in the same rooms, mm. in the same setup. Yeah. Huh. Which, wonder, which, even when it's supposed to be taking place at the same kind of time. Yeah, so huh. they both fight uh, the, the, the main baddie, the, the G-type. The G virus creatures. That's a spoiler. Sorry, dude. <laughs> what? There's I mean, a I, virus. Are you saying that virus happened? Yeah, and this I don't, is. I don't know if I can continue this. This, this, is, <laughs> this is something I want to hear more about from like normal fans because yeah. a lot of the reviews haven't seemed to pick up on the fact was that there's it, way less 
variation between scenarios than there was 20 years ago. So Wasn't there one review that was also confused about this whole second run thing? It was IGN. They, IGN yeah. Yeah. I've not read any reviews intentionally because I, I do not trust reviews, even ones that say they're not spoiler-free. Oh, to same. be spoiler free yeah. but this is this was something that i did want to look up that i was very interested in but mm. i want to let's let's keep talking and come back to this though because i think this is getting more into the into the detailed stuff that i do want to do but like let's get the bear let's get the just straight up good reaction like give me your take on it like you've been mentioned you've been talking about it on twitter so i kind of have an idea but like as a resident evil super fan one of the best known probably resident evil fans on the on the internet and friends with a lot of other uh, Resident Evil uh, fans, the speedrunners, and, and, and so on and so forth. What's your reaction, and what have you seen be the kind of general reaction to the, to the game? So I, I think the game is unbelievably well-designed. Right. I think, you know, the last few years of Resident Evil, you know, no game has come out that was quite perfect. I feel like this game... If you think about what Resident Evil is and has been, it, it takes all of those, all of the tropes, all of the core mechanics, the, the the elements that people know Resident Evil for, and not right. not just recent Resident Evil games, but also the classic ones. Yes. And it, it really does just about everything as well as you can. Right. And I think the review scores kind of show that. Yeah, I was very happily surprised because I, I'm I, like. Make no bones about it. I love it. Like I, I'm basically feel like if I had to sum it up, like they took the things that I love from remake and, and original Resident Evil One, and melded that with some of the stuff that I like from Resident Evil Two aspects of the story. Basically, like the horror feel and pacing of of one more right. of that. And again, I'm I'm about seven or eight hours in maybe, mm. and the setting. And some of the story points and, and characters of two, um, and took those two and combined it with a lot of the like quality of life improvements of like seven, mm. seven um, four especially four, four with the viewpoint. Absolutely, yeah. Four four is like a given uh, at, at this point since the last few Resident Evils have done that. But basically, like a best of pastiche, and but it it melts. It doesn't feel like. A bit of this, a bit of that. It's scary as shit, but mm. but but very. It has great action moments. It has um, you know that definite as a fan of the old games. It has that old feel to it as well. It's got the right level of pacing and the pacing is really good. At least when I'm playing, I'm playing Claire right now. I haven't um, switched to Leon, and uh, where I'm in, it's just it feels right. The the progression through the game as well, the backtracking, which I think is probably got to be one of the hardest things to design. So, mm. like, the satisfaction of going back and seeing, like, okay, now I can go and unlock that and wanting to go back and unlock it and being able to keep a mental map. Also, the map in the game is very handy. You're referring to it. I am at least much right. more than I have probably any other Resident Evil game. It's, it's much more – it's very well done. Um that's also kind of from seven. It takes like a, not, a lot of numbers right. from seven, but the progression through the game, how much you're backtracking and where you're backtracking to the feeling of going into new areas and that balance uh, of exploring and finally getting that feels really just right. Like better than I can remember in, in, in any other game. Cause it's not a resident evil four where you're just plowing ahead. Right. Like it's, it's not a linear game. Yeah. Mm. It is like a one or a two or a three. I mean, it is like a, like a, 
it's earlier Resident Evil title in that way. Yeah. What I am pleasantly surprised about is it is still so much like those games that I'm kind of happily surprised that all the reviewers are willing to kind of go along with that. Whereas the older games, all of us who love them, despite all of us who love them, have people that are like, yeah, so this back, I had to like backtrack and like, why am I putting medallions and statues and things like that? Like, one of the things I do appreciate about the new game is that some of the puzzles are more grounded, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a real world, like, oh, I would do this. If I was actually there, I would actually do this. Like, that's not something you would think in a lot of the old Resident Evil games. Are you know? the puzzles taken from the previous game, like, one-to-one, or is there some, like... Not, like, were there ones that you were like, I have never seen this before? Not one-to-one, but they're thematically very similar. Uh, yeah. Medallions and statues. Right. You know, specifically designed keys for certain doors and flipping and, switches and... Yeah. And, like, and uh, there's a lot of that. There is still a lot of that, but I feel like they've now finally sanded off so many of the rough edges it's kind of like monster hunter i feel like uh, they, the core of the game is still what it was but they finally sanded off so many edges that they hit like a tipping point i think where now a lot of people will be able with the controls with being able to move and shoot and you know not and and just all of that kind of stuff which you know four was a long time ago which they arguably like have, have done much better since then but like with that old style of game They've now fixed so many things that I think they finally hit like a quality tipping point where like a ton of people who were not able to enjoy those games mm. are now able to enjoy those games, but still on those games' terms. Do you right. Know what I mean? It doesn't. It's not the the reboot, I guess, that RE Seven was trying to be. Right. Exactly. It's not that at all, and so right. that's why I don't want people to the, see some of the reviews being like, "Oh my god!" Even if you never liked any Resident Evil, this is way better than four. Way better than whatever. It's an all new thing. Like. It's not that, it, but it is of such a quality that I would say, even if you didn't like those games, give this one a shot. Yeah, Resident Evil 2 embraces its uh, the series' is, I don't know what's a good Big word time. for it. Right, like, tropes, it, like the, the tropes, the, the like the, 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 the heritage of Resident Evil. Yeah. And I think it's, funny enough, I think it's equally one-fourth remake one, like you said, one-fourth seven, one-fourth four, and actually one-fourth revelations Interesting. I feel like the, the the closest parallel in terms of gameplay is the first Revelations because that one was mm. it had the over the shoulder perspective, but you were exploring right. uh, these closed off environments in most of the game. You had puzzles and whatnot. You couldn't do right. too much with the with the uh, with the action itself. Right. The enemies were also bullet sponges in that game. That's true. A lot like they are in this one. So they take some hits in the head, like a lot of uh, hits in the head. Yeah. Can I ask you when you when you aim? The reticle, if you aim for long enough, the reticle zooms in and, and like shrinks down. Does that mean you're going to get more power to uh, your shot? More accuracy, I think. It, it just means you won't be as likely accurate. to miss. Yeah. Okay, I was hoping, because I anecdotally was feel like I was blowing off heads more often. Um, yeah, you have to be uh, lucky in terms of getting headshots. Right. Uh, well, this one thing that the game does differently that you don't really see in other Resident Evil games is that shooting them in the head doesn't really do what you expect it to do. So it, they're actually quite resilient, and obviously this is a result of zombies traditionally being slow, and right. that being kind of against the whole over-the-shoulder uh, perspective. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's still. I'll, I mean, they, they they will take more shots to the head, but like you can eventually kind of like blow their heads off. Mm. You can if you're lucky, yeah. Well, right, uh, yeah. But I, I it feel was always that way, right? 
if if they like the if they had gone the traditional way where you can headshot a zombie and kill it, then In the game would shot. the game would be way too easy. Mm. Uh, but you couldn't headshot a zombie pistol, headshot a, a zombie and kill it in one shot, right? You still had to get kind of lucky. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in like in Ari shotgun, you could, but but uh, like in Ari four and Ari five. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. right. I was it's, thinking of of Ari one and Ari two. Right. So <laughs> as as a strategy, you have to shoot them in the leg. Mm, down. Them. Interesting. That's how you play. Yeah, that, that's how you get them on the ground, and then you just run and past them. You can run past them. Uh, there, there is an enemy in the game that shows up. Whoa, and like that yeah. that does make that strategy kind of problematic in a okay. lot of ways. He's got shin guards. Yeah, he's, he's wearing armor, <laughs> just like a suit of armor, just to the legs. On the <laughs> I saw a great gif of a zombie getting like shotgunned to the yeah. te- the abdomen, and then just like f- the abdomen falls to the ground and like just starts crawling towards you. Is, have you guys encountered that? Oh that, yeah, that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty that's awesome cool. from the, a, like a programming standpoint. Yeah. That's gonna be tough. The brilliant thing about the game is that everything you do at every part of the game, you know, it'll it'll affect how the rest of the game treats you. So if you're mm. like there, are, there are different kinds of Resident Evil players. There are people who are very conservative about ammo and they like avoiding enemies. Mm. And so if you do that, you'll have a lot of ammo later. But the thing is, when the game kind of turns around and throws a stalker enemy at you that, that's very hard to kill, you're going to be running away from this guy. But then there, you'll realize you left all these enemies standing huh. and you have to figure out how to get past them. Right. So it's not that the game is like learning. It's just that there's different enemy types that have different like weaknesses. Uh, it it, it's like, more how, how you decide to deal with enemies. Yeah. Uh, it's like there are pros and cons of your approach, right? If you mm. take out all the enemies, then you will have less ammo. Going right? forward, and that yeah. presents its own problems for boss fights and hmm. Right, and different, whatnot, different new yeah, stages. Exactly, yeah. Or like you might, yeah, you run past an enemy and then you come up against something that you want to run back from and now you right. have to deal with the guy that you left behind you or in a hallway. Yeah, I, deal, I do that a lot because yeah. I... I'm super. I was been trained from old school to just use only as many bullets as I absolutely have to. Mm. Run past guys when I don't need to to, to kill everybody. Right. Um, and I usually end up with like way too much ammo. Like, don't use the grenade launcher ammo if you know until very late. Right. Um, but I've already kind of changed some of those is rules it, based on the new game. Is it possible to find yourself in a situation where you're like halfway into the game, you blasted through all your ammo, and now you're at the point where the enemies are like. You need some artillery to take them down, but you just can't gather them without getting... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then <laughs> oh, when that yeah. happens, are you just like, are you screwed? I mean, make a new ways, game? Or? Especially against boss encounters and, like, have to kill things. They have ways of, like, spawning They're... limited amounts of ammo and stuff, right? No. Uh, so unlike RE4, 5, 6, the Revelations games, enemies don't drop any ammo. So that part, enemies don't drop anything, do they? Nothing. So hmm. that part I don't know if I like or not because I'm I find myself like not incentivized to kill enemies right. at all. Like it makes mm. sense. It's more grounded and as the game gets more realistic you expect it to be more grounded, but I find myself like ah oh, like whereas before I killed an enemy I was so happy because I got that like reward yeah. uh, like satisfaction now it's just kind of it's like yeah it's, yeah it's like in zelda why are you gonna beat up a goblin if you get like a, a nut but you lose your sword in the process you know well well yeah there <laughs> actually there there's a the hardest difficulty mode in the game and i actually tried playing that and What's i actually it called you know hardcore okay so there's assisted, is that standard. Touched and you die, or what's? That? Well, hardcore actually goes even more old school than that. 
Um, it gets rid of the autosave system, and you need ink ribbons to save on the typewriter. That also, I find myself resenting a little, just because I'm in that old setting, and like any time I'm running past a typewriter, it's like, oh, okay, I'll just overwrite my save. You know, like yeah. I find myself doing that a lot more definitely than I would without it, and it's like it's taking some of the stakes out of the mm. the, the game a little bit. Not that. You know, I, I get it. I know why they do it, and I don't even know if I would want them to go back to the to the ribbon system necessarily. You can but... try hardcore mode. Is that the only thing yeah. that changes in hardcore mode? <clears throat> and the enemies are stronger. Uh-huh. So, so, so my point was that to answer to answer your question, I actually reached the the last boss in one of the scenarios, and I, for the life of me, have not been able to beat it. One wow. because the, the boss is tough. Um, for another, for another reason, I haven't been able to beat it. Uh, I don't know if I should no, mention should. it, but no. yeah, it, it it was at the point where I was like, I don't know if this is balanced correctly you got a knife or knife that fucker to death. I don't even have a knife left. Like, it also what? yeah, that, that was interesting so, too. It it has the that kind of system from remake, right? The, the defense the, items. It kind of combines it though, so you can use the knife normally, and then. If a zombie grabs you, you have to do it really quick. I was surprised how quick you mm. have to do like R1 and you can knife the zombie. But when you do that, and I thought this was an interesting uh, advancement in that system, you could do that, but your knife stays stuck in them. Right. And so rather than arbitrarily like in Remake, right, you just used it once and that was it. Can you yeah, get Yeah, kind back? of. Not. If you blew their heads off in Remake, you can get the knife back. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. It's well, so a very specific case, though. Interesting. Okay. Can you not I get it back that. in this game? No, you, you can. This uh. game, you stick it in them, and then if you... but you, So you have to kill them in order to get it back, which, uh, like, but all makes intuitive fair, sense. Yeah. They're yeah. breakable items, though, so they're, they're not right. infinite use. That's true. Yeah. Okay. The knives do have... That's kind of... That, that's like the last of us. Um, is that how that worked in the last Yeah, a knife would be an instant kill, but a knife would break, too. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. That's diff- well, this is like, it's not quite one-time use, but it, they incentivize you maybe killing the zombie with, a, with bullets after yeah. you stab it, and uh, then getting your knife your back. Knife in gotcha. it. Yeah, because exactly. the, the, the sub-weapons in this game, they also have grenades and flash grenades, but they're your only line of defense if you're bitten. Hmm. In other Resident Evil games, like right. Revelations, Revelations, so you can dodge, right? Uh, if you time it correctly. But in this game, they opted not to include any form of dodging, so... If you're grabbed, and they have very long reach in this game, mm. uh, if you have a sub-weapon, that's your only chance to deflect getting damaged. Mm. And it, it's interesting. Sometimes I, I find myself wondering, okay, should I waste my grenade on this zombie? Right, or, right, yeah. I mean, if, if I take the hit, if I'm, like, if, if, if I'm about to go into danger mode, I might do it. But right. then there, there are moments on replays where I'm like, well, I'm going to need this grenade for the boss that's coming up. Right. So it, it, sure. there's, a, there's a lot of thinking you have to do. There, I mean, it's a, yeah, again, that's the old, the classic formula, right? It's a resource management. It's like you get up mm. to the, the, the ammo crate or what, what, the storage crate, and you're like, okay, okay let's what see. Do I what do? do I need here? Um, what do I bring? Expanding your inventory, finding pouches to expand your inventory is a huge, huge part of the game. Is it still that grid-based inventory where it's like a gun is like an L shape that you got to fit into like a square? Seven, se- uh, it's, it's from seven, so pretty much the same thing. Okay, yeah. I love that, but, though. But in seven, there were some bigger items that took multiple squares. I haven't gotten an item that takes multiple squares yet, right? Well, yeah, once you upgrade the weapons, they yeah. actually, like the shotgun, for example, will take up, I think, two or three oh, slots. Oh, it does. Okay, yeah. good. Okay, so your weapon, your weapons will physically get bigger. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that, that, so that, uh, another system that I, yeah, is good, makes so, sense. Mm-hmm. 
they when you don't need an item anymore, when you've used a key, there's a little marker. You've opened all the doors that that key can open. It doesn't throw it away for you automatically, which other games have done. But it does say, "Hey, you don't a little check mark. You don't need this now. You can kind of throw it away." Mm. Um, so there, there's a lot of those little quality of life improvements. Um, the voice acting talk about a surprise. I want to say this has some of the best voice acting of... I, I'm trying to think of another Capcom game that has this good of voice acting. How about Sevens? Was Sevens decent? Seven uh, had parts of it that were really, really good. Seven, seven, you're right. Seven was, for the most part, actually really good. Mm. Really well done. Um, so that's a good point. Um, it's, it's I'd definitely, say it's yeah. that level of quality. Mm. Maybe it's just more yeah. striking for me seeing it in the RE2 setting mm. with those same characters. Mm. There, there are a few odd moments where... There's like, definitely they, odd moments. They ad-lib like, uh-huh. in like the strangest situations. It's like, like, you're, right. it's like you're shooting a zombie and then Clara will go, Asshole! <laughs> and, it, it, and she'll do that multiple times in the game. And it's oh, yeah. like, all right. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, there are, and I would say, you know, there's like still some weird moments like reading the notes and stuff like that. And there is still like a... Um, there's some like obvious plot advancement stuff where it's like, well, you you being Chris's sister who he taught all his for survival skills to and blah blah. <laughs> like it's more grounded than any of these games have been, but there are still a lot of like, okay, you're just gonna have to take this as a conceit of like why you're doing this, why mm. you know, they explain like the and this was something that was in the original Resident Evil 2, but the police station that you're in. Oh, it used to be an art museum. That's why there's all these weird like puzzles and statues and things around. Uh. And it's like, yeah, mm, not really. <laughs> no, like that, that explains why there's like paintings and stuff around maybe and why it looks a certain way, but that doesn't explain why you're like getting medallions and putting them into statues to open doors. Mm. And like a guy's office is through like a secret passageway. At least they tried though, you know? Well, they <laughs> did sometimes they did sometimes <laughs> and other times they just didn't try at all, which is, you know, but I still I still give it points. It's not as like a slap in the face, you know, like Master of Unlocking, like uh uh or um at least so far there hasn't been like the some of the crazier leaps of logic that the the puzzles used to have in like Resident Evil. There's a, there's a lot of like replace the fuse to make this thing work and like mm-hmm. that stuff makes sense. Um and yeah, some new ones yeah. that I've never seen before in another Resident Evil game before. It's just like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Like that's a that's a, like a good way, a good. It's all lock and key mechanisms, right? Is basically what it comes down to. Three D Metroidvania, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like, I think, what are you going to use as the lock, and what are you going to use as the key? And uh, but there's a lot of new kind of interesting ways of thinking I about mean, that. Maybe because it's not because it, I'm not 13 anymore that I feel this way, but I feel like the files kind of guide you a little too much. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was files. What are you talking about? Files. Like, like there are files in the game you find, and there's like, there's a lot of information interspersed in there there's that will text help files you. you find on a desk, like a literal file that's just. Like a memo uh, somebody wrote. I mean, you're assuming people are gonna. Are you like forced to read them? Like when you if pick you, them up, if goes, you want to figure out like, read them, yeah. like uh, passwords and come hmm. save combinations and blah blah blah. I mean, it's an old Resident Evil thing where you you basically are gonna need to. And there's there's read those. there's lots of it, but I yeah. feel like. There's a little bit too much hand holding, mm. right? Well, which is like, oh, I moved to say, you know, it's not. It directly tells you. It spells it out. It's right on the nose about like I right. moved the safe into this room, and this is the combination. <laughs> like yes. change it when you get it there. Um, 
And you know the the map has all the room names written on it now, whereas right. that uh, wasn't a thing way back in the day. Well, you so just have to remember. Helpful. You would have to remember like the safe room is is this one over here in the top left corner. Well, you just look at the map and you'll find it. You could do that but now, but in the back yeah. in the day, you had there was nothing. There was no name on it, and there was uh, no most. Yeah, most rooms they didn't have official names. Uh, Even the doors, like you know, the doors have. Oh, this is a you know heart. Man. door with a heart shape. Mm. Doors weren't marked at all, so you just had to remember in your head where the heart doors were. <laughs> that, that takes me back to when I used to write guides for Resident Evil games. Right? You used to need like, those. You used to need maps like, or like, some simple way like, of recording well, things. Like, what should I call this room? And would people, would readers understand what right. I'm trying to call this room? Right. So you end up with, like, main hall or... And that part is cool. I mean, the police station is laid out in a logical way there are the kinds of rooms you would expect to find on a police station like there were back in the original there are now bathrooms there's bathrooms oh Oh, they're not bathrooms in the original no not a single bathroom in the original that's interesting every game needs bathrooms which which, which beckons (laughs) the point like they've kept a lot of the same locations but they've modified them logically enough right Mm. so to the benefit of being more realistic yes and not being a rehash of the original game which is also really cool to see it's not so now it's like I wonder what the mayor's office is, or what the police chief's office is going to look like. I wonder what the kennel is going to look like. All these like memorable locations from the first one, they're in a different location. The star's office in the first game, that's one of the first locations, rooms you go into. This one, it's further in, and it's a little mm. bit bigger of a deal by the time you get there. Um, but it's interesting, just like it was with Remake to 1, right. it's very, I feel like this is very much in the same vein of Remake Absolutely. You know what I mean? It was like a lot of quality of life enhancements. Looks fucking amazing. Just gorgeous. Every time she turns the flashlight on, I'm just like, this, I can't believe I'm playing this game on my PS4. I was very surprised by the level of gore in this game. Like, is that shocking coming from... I feel the like original? they took that from Seven. That was something I think some people mentioned. Seven had a lot of that, and I feel like this one is... All the games have had it in some way, shape, or form, but this is like... Unless you oh, live in Japan, wow. unless yes, you live yes, in Japan, was, where yeah. we get oh, did they? What did they do to all of this? Well, you, they did this with Seven as well, but yeah. they released uh, well with Seven. It was called the grotesque version, right? And then the the zero D, I think, version. And basically, they were much more uh, mild in terms the stuff of their they changed gore. Seven was almost like hilarious. The part where you had to shove your hand on the guy's. Yeah, that that was taken out of the Japanese. The rote, I think completely gone. I think both huh. Japanese versions, right? Yeah, oh, the so version even? Yeah. Uh, guy's head was not in the refrigerator. So, so there's three types. There's three levels of violence you can play Resident Evil 7 in. And I th- suspect it's true uh, with 2 as well. Uh, right. The game comes out here tomorrow officially. So I right. haven't. I, didn't, I didn't get a Japanese review code. But there's a Zero Z version. Mm. Right. I guess Zero Z is what? It's not M in, this, in the ESRB. It's yeah. probably NC-17. No, 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 no. Is yeah. that? No. That's the movie game, rating, Games don't right? get released like that. Yeah. A-O. Oh, it's, okay. It's, it's, yeah. it's the equivalent of, of M. M, but, okay. But right. Places go more out of their way to not get it because I think there's laws about where it can be sold and not mm, sold in Japan that are different you, than M. You can't have them like out in out in the open, and you have to be at least eighteen to buy right it's, uh, it's a zero Z game. Yeah. And there's a zero D version, which is probably the most censored one. So I want to play that one next. I'll be curious. What? So you're gonna you're gonna get the Japanese version and play through it? Yeah, I'll get them both because uh, I want to do a spoiler cast also at some point where we yeah. just completely blow the thing open, and it, that would be cool to talk about on that one. It's hilarious because like on Amazon Japan's top ten, mm. like there's three or four versions of RE2 on there. There's oh, like wow. the there's like yeah. the the standard Z version, the censored version that most people want. There's the D version. 
And then there's like the U.S. version that's imported. That's oh, like nice. in the top like... 10. So there's, there's wow, a non-insignificant nice. number of people here in Japan who will import the wow. U.S. version, even though they come out at the same time, because they probably don't want any censorship whatsoever. Mm. It's yeah, funny it's you mentioned funny. Amazon because I did a search. I was going to buy like a digital code for the PS4 version on Amazon US. I put in Resident Evil 2, and the first thing that came up was a Mila Jovovich pinup. So they're not doing great <laughs> on their SEO. Was, was that on <laughs> wow. Amazon Japan or Amazon, Amazon US? Oh. Jesus, what? Yep. Wait, what did you search for? Resident Evil 2. Funny. Did you spell it? Did you spell it with like three X's at the end or something? <laughs> was it even a Resident Evil 2 the movie poster? No. <laughs> funny, funny you mentioned that because yesterday, yesterday I was chatting with Hideki Kamiya, the original director on Twitter. So oh, he just, just casually just chatting, dropping that yeah. in the name drop. Well, well, this is for everyone to see, but uh, he he was wondering how to buy a copy of RE2 on the yeah, North American PSN store, and he didn't realize you needed an American credit card. Oh wow! So the 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 go around for that is to buy your digital code on Amazon US, yep. which I believe does accept foreign credit cards. Sure so does. I was telling him on Twitter how to do it. So speaking of, that's hilarious, by the way, but speaking of, of Kamiya, do you want to talk a little bit about, we mentioned the Polygon story, the excerpt from Oh, yeah, book. yeah. Do you want to talk about some of the stories? You've talked with Kamiya, the original director. You've talked with Mikami. Mikami-san, the, uh, Okamoto-san. The, yeah, who then was head of, of Capcom, yeah, who basically is the guy who said, no, this is not good enough. Right. Let's go take it back to the drawing board. I, I uh, talked to Tokuro Fujiwara. Who was mm-hmm. missing for a really long time? Uh, yeah, I for so for writing the book, um, one of the things that I wanted to take advantage of is the fact that I do speak Japanese and I've lived in Japan for a long time, so I can talk to these people directly. Right, and I'm also very familiar with the series, so anything they talk about immediately resonates. So mm-hmm. I've been working on this book for two years. Wow. Side note, your run through a Resident Evil three with uh, carcinogen and Oh you saw that? The director of uh, Oh Aoyama san yes. Aoyama san. That was that was awesome. You liked that? That was so oh. good, yeah. Like that I mean it's a it's a it's a it's a long thing to watch, but the, the, there's like so many good tidbits in it that mm. it was really entertaining. Like, so yeah, every every creator has very interesting anecdotes about, you know, what, what went wrong with developing Resident Evil games. It's just rare to get them from Japan. Like the, yeah. you're starting to get that more and more, I feel like, in general from the industry and a little bit here and there from Japan. I mean Wada asks was always fascinating for that yeah, reason, right? right? It's like right. whoa, like somebody's actually <clears throat> admitting something went wrong with this game or even just yeah, talking about mm-hmm. yeah like traditionally there's been a lot of gatekeeping right uh, yeah. from from the japanese pr departments uh that that's loosened up a lot in in the past few years and i have the benefit of uh these people not working at capcom anymore for right. example which is huge which is huge really but i mean important. even capcom's like well you know this isn't an official thing but we can't stop you so right right in fairness, like Capcom now has their Capcom Confidential podcast. Like they've loosened up themselves too. It seems a little bit. They they embrace their history. So mm. you know, as long as there's nothing nefarious or no trade right. secrets <laughs> being divulged in. But so, what are some of the other? You know, I mean, it's famously known that they rebooted too. Which I, another interesting fact about it is that how quickly. I mean, now right. if you think about the time between sequels, ended up taking what three years between one and two? Two in the end, not, not even two. So it was March nineteen ninety six and January ninety eight, which is hilarious. That now in this day and age, it's like, oh God, we're so sorry, we had to delay, right, but, we had to totally reboot it. But you know, this this <laughs> Kingdom was the, Hearts. This was the company that made Mega Man in like four months. So you know, they were they were used to development right. cycles being very short. So yeah, when, and the industry was a different place back then. As very well. different. Yeah. yeah. 
90s. Uh, we're talking about 96, 98. Right. Uh, the, the years that these games are coming out. But um, How old were you? Uh, 96, I was two. <laughs> and you didn't play it? What sure fuck, did man? not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of interesting to put into context but yeah like they they've all had interesting stories uh i didn't know kamiya like was it like not like scared of horror basically he's like oh yeah he he has a very soft stomach yeah surprisingly it's hilarious for a guy to make but it it makes sense too and they actually use the alien to aliens uh comparison Mm. that that's that's their that's theirs right because i've used that i know a lot of people have made that comparison with re1 as compared to 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 re2 they they probably mentioned that probably you were probably a, you were you were already a journalist at the time, right? Right. Or was it EGM? Yeah, right? uh, I, not when two or, came out. When two came out was my last year in college, actually. Ah, uh, okay. Well, um, they, they probably mentioned it somewhere, and subconsciously you picked up. on No, it. I don't think they know. It was just an obvious comparison for me to make because mm-hmm. it was like straight horror movie and then more action bent, but also wildly more popular. Um, right. Right. Uh, Better kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and like more of just everything. Um, yeah, Capcom was the company that was. Using used to being a lot more successful with the second game like with street fighter and the mega man mm. for in particular that was another very interesting i thought comparison yeah. that you made was that right they're used to the second one being the one that makes it even bigger and in re1 did fine right. it was a big success but they had that that expectation that okay that, two is when it's going to really come into its own they needed to keep going and because right. resident evil one was kind of an accident in a lot of ways like mm. no one no one had any high expectation for it it was pretty much a glorified remake of the famicom game sweet home mm. so you know people people in capcom you know they were they were working hard but they thought the game would get bad reviews it would sell maybe I don't know. Like I think they said like it'd sell fifty thousand copies or something. So they had very little expectation for it. But when it blew up, Capcom was like, "Okay, well, right, off to number two. And it, and the, the fact that Kamiya became director also is crazy. Now yeah, I it's mean, just like no, no one's ever said this, and so this is just a theory of mine. But I have to wonder if Mikami was trying to troll Kamiya. <laughs> By making him the director of a genre that he doesn't have the stomach for. I mean, I don't know for sure, and I never asked. Right. But, but he was, a, he was, I could totally picture him being a go getter and being like amazing at his job and yeah. everything. But yeah, like, yeah. having been that new to the industry completely and, and giving them the, the director job, and then also fucking it up to the extent that it had to be rebooted and still keeping the same person as director. Right, right crazy like that would like almost never happen you know what i mean like right. kind of somebody needs to take the fall we need to make a big uh change up shake up right um, and and like that happened with resident Evil before a few years later when one version failed and mikami had to step in so right getting a new director was probably within the realm of possibility oh you would i mean mm. that would be the, but, the thing that you would expect but, but um, even mikami, just for optics yeah mikami yeah. really stuck his neck out for kamiya back in the day right so right. even even today a lot of people praise Kamiya for making one of the best Resident Evils, but Kamiya will always go back and thank uh, all the people who helped him. Which, which leads you to my next point. You know, he has a Twitter account, and he's very infamous <laughs> for for being quite antagonistic. Uh, yes. But it, it, it it's all a ploy. Like I think he has a lot of fun um, doing this because. I don't know. He's bored, or he likes fucking with people. I have no idea why, but he he likes. Yeah, you meet him in person. He's actually he's the nicest guy. It's super into games too. He, just like crazy, crazy into. Like he he has a good heart, and if you get to know him personally, 
then he, he will treat you pretty well. Actually, funny enough, I introduced Carcinogen to him oh, really? uh, when he came to Tokyo last year for the marathon thingy. And I, I told Kamiya, yeah, you blocked this guy like five years ago. <laughs> and Kamiya, Kamiya-san has this very apologetic look on his face. And he, he looks at Carcinogen, who's a really tall guy. He's taller than I am, actually. And he's like... Oh, I'm sorry. And <laughs> he goes to unblock him. Like, oh, really? Two minutes later. So it's so it's if you've been blocked by Kamiya or he said terrible things about you, it, it's nothing personal. He's just he's, he's kind of playing a character, but I mean, it is kind of it is kind of weird because it is like it leads to a lot of arbitrary blockings. He says a lot of dumb stuff. Like he expects it's very random and arbitrary what he does on Twitter. I mean, it's almost like performance art or something. <laughs> yeah, for right. what he's doing. But it is hard to not associate that mm. with him and that 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 whole I mean, attitude. You you have the right to be offended, and <laughs> I don't but, blame you if you are. But just know that if you did ever meet him in person, it's and you can see that too in some of the video. Like I think it was Polygon, somebody that did a video thing with him walking through like his arcade board collection. Yeah, like, yeah, he's that was super hardcore. Just really mm. IGN. Um, but anyway, so give us something that wasn't in your story on Polygon, but that you know about Resident Evil 2, or that's in your book, maybe. Is there any Ooh, interesting, are there any things that you <laughs> so, recalled playing 2, and you're like, oh, interesting. Like, people... Well, the, the funny thing is people have raved about the excerpt, which I was not expecting. I was expecting a lot of pushback in a lot of areas. Really? Uh, but surprisingly, I, I mean, the, the, the worst feedback I've gotten was the fact that Actually, Breath of Fire had the first Capcom story, <laughs> not Resident Evil. So sorry, my bad. Uh, I'll fix that in the final book. But actually, what I, did you say it had the first? It was the first like, game that like, had like a the game, deep story. Exactly, like the first game, the first Capcom series with an actual important story. Oh, I see. Okay. So yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> but um, as a Breath of Fire sorry. fan, I forgive you. <laughs> on behalf of everybody you are absolved but I think the RE2 chapter actually has the least amount of like groundbreaking content because Resident Evil 2 is a very well covered game right including right. 1.5 so actually a lot of the more interesting stuff comes like with the interviews I did for Outbreak for the first game for I even see. the third game as well so let's talk about 1.5 real fast you mentioned that that leaked a few years back yeah like in 2013 somebody bought a copy on eBay yeah have you played that then? I actually have not because I'm a Mac user, so that 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 kind of closes off a lot of oh, uh, so you can't play it on the emulation. your options on PC for what PC the hell? games. Why have we not played that? I want to play that too. Like I, I probably I, should. Yes, I mean it. It, it is responsible, author. nebulous to yeah write a book about it and not play it. So I will try. I mean I know somebody with the demo. Um. So um, any any tidbit though that uh, that you can think of. Did you pull out, or maybe someone you're playing RE2 remake that you thought that reminded you of? Well, a lot of RE2 remake, and this is public knowledge, but a lot of it takes areas that were discarded in from in the transition from 1.5 to 2. Like there's a gun shooting range in the basement of the RPD in the remake. Yes, that that's lifted from that's uh, right 1.5. That's right. There's an Elsa Walker costume in two that Claire can wear. Uh, that's pretty cool some of the side characters behave a lot more like they would have been 1.5 than they did in the original 2 mm, so interesting yeah, so they did go like back that. do you know for remake you were at the launch party did you talk to any of those guys did they go back oh right over the 1.5 stuff and be like oh that's interesting let's take this let's take that 
did they pour over that stuff or did they not 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 in particular detail uh-huh. uh but I, i'm trying to think what would i really do think that the the number of discs that i talked about in the article was probably the one thing that wasn't apparently common knowledge the made news kind of thing or like the whole the whole flow from how they decided to cancel the game like i talk about how mikami and kamiya were on the shinkansen and they had All this right. discussion and if you live in japan you can kind of visualize you know how mm. what that's like to sit on the train and right right to have a conversation and to get all the requisite approvals when you're trying to uh make decisions in big game companies so you know who calls the shots right you know people often think maybe mikami is the one who who makes decisions but actually back in the day it would have been okamoto as the the executive producer so i i talk a lot about contextual things like that so i feel like the overarching story that i tell in the re2 excerpt isn't necessarily new Mm -hmm. right but only to the extent that the game is very well covered Right? Sure. It's very well documented. I feel like in my in my book, a lot of like the information on RE3, for example, is a lot more groundbreaking in that regard. No, oh, we'll, uh, we'll have you back on to talk about that when RE3 remake happens. Um, which actually, I bet quick good side money. Note, yeah. If let's say two does what it looks like it's going to do, which yeah. is sell fucking like crazy, mm-hmm. uh, it's already been reviewed very very well. What do you think happens next? Do they do? Do they do three? Absolutely, because it just three could really use three remade. Three had some great ideas in it, and I think was just not. It was the first one that I played, and I was like, "Okay, this is not as good as the last one." Um, I mean, I it mean, was only it was, the third one, but it, it, it was uh, supposed to be a spinoff at right. first. So the Gaiden, right? Yeah. Um, so that's why it, it, it it's a very different game than the first two. I feel like if they do remake three, they can take this opportunity to make a good action-oriented RE game. So I mean, I think they can make it really they, interesting in a lot can. of ways. You know, you, stuff they could do with the Nemesis that they wouldn't have been able to do technologically back right. then. Um, they, they can refine a lot of the best ideas from RE six, uh, and there were some good ones. Okay, you know, believe it or not, take your word for it. I, people couldn't see my face after you said I mean, the best ideas from RE six. Well, like not like, like not level design, but mechanics. A lot of the things you can do in RE six, I felt, were very interesting and haven't been replicated well in any other game. So if they ever, it's like Hitler. It, Hitler had some good. Well, let's take the let's talk about the, oh, good, that, the good qualities of Hitler. Okay, yeah, like oh god, he loved his, <laughs> he, like, Hitler jump. loved his dogs. Alex, I've seen uh, people say the co-op to six was good. Oh, don't Maybe. put co-op in RE3 Remake, but well, uh, unless you remake RE5 or something. Roy's, Roy's trying to help you out there. Yeah, yeah you're just throwing away the life vest. You're but, throwing but, the life vest back, I, onto the, back onto the boat. I feel like after RE2 Remake, I'm good on the classic, not-so-action-oriented RE for a while. Because 7 and 2, uh, I mean, you can shoot guns in it, but you're not guns ablazing. Right, right. So I feel like if RE3 came out, and did that again, I might get a little tired of it. Mm, interesting. Uh, so well, I, I mean, but you have the whole nemesis potential I mean, and the can, whole it, city being on. I mean, the it, start of RE2, you get a little taste of it. But if they did that, that could be its own very compelling, I think, setting for. I would love an, an open RE world RE3 mm. remake. There you go. I mean, RE7 was anti open world. Like, that's the keyword they use during development, like, mm. non-open world. But I Where, feel like RE3 can kind of go against that and be its own thing. Does 3 take place, like, in, in the city or something? Like, I don't know. Most yeah, three. of it. 3 yeah. takes place before 2. A, a large part of it takes place in, in <laughs> Raccoon City as hmm. it's uh, burning. I mean, there are 
And in Japanese, they have the word kyodai sakuhin. They're like, I guess in, in English, you would say paired titles. So two and three go together as a set. Huh, uh... So if you remade one but not the other, it's, it'd be kind of odd. But don't so... you think that we've had seven, right? And now we're having Resident Evil 2 Remake. Isn't mm. the next one probably an original game? More right. like well, I, Who knows? The next one, yeah. It, probably. So you would think they would go, yeah. Like, it'd be cool if they made a cadence of Remake, New, new right. like 8, Remake 3. Mm. But then but then it gets a real question because then where where do you go? Do you go 0, Do you which is fucking garbage? Do you go to, to Code Veronica, which, of course, you love? But I don't know. Is there much to do with that? Like, I Probably. think there's more to do with four, and there's a lot to do with three. Mm. But if you're going to cash in on all these things, you probably don't want to skip. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't think it makes sense to skip three because three and two are like three. They gotta do. They go in sync very well, especially because I think the Mister X stuff, which is right where I'm at in the game right now. And again, I'm not spoiling anything. If you played the original game and you guys have no idea what I'm talking about, that's good. Is some of the like most crazy cool stuff and it's like mm, it's really that well being done. the meat of a game would be really cool you, you can tell they're trying to restrain mr x in mm-hmm. this game right right they don't want to go to <laughs> they don't want to remake re3 by exactly. accident right exactly right <laughs> which that idea did originally happen into right and it was right. one of the coolest moments but um but yeah, yeah like that guy is scary as shit um, yeah so other random thoughts from this game um I was surprised opening doors is not even a button. If the door is open, you just walk up to it and start to push it open. Oh, yeah. They have that great system, though, that RE4 started that so many games have copied. Push a button, starts to open the door. You can let it go open, slowly hit it again, and you'll, like, mm. you know, kick it open or do it faster. Mm. Or, like, can zombies open doors? They can. Good for them. In this game. <laughs> um, which I think is... They do that in seven. Uh, Jack could the the big Jack baddie did, in yeah. seven, but I don't think the molded could because they don't have hands or no, something. No, they didn't. I don't think they did. Molded. Yeah, the the, so you the knew. slithery creatures. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember bad, them. The bad guys in seven. I don't think in, they did. In fact, I think if you go through a door, the mold yes. devolve back into mold. Uh, they went back into or, uh, or whatever. Yeah, you know, you're right. You got through a door, tangible. you were safe. They got rid of a lot of doors for that fact but, mm. but this is the first time and that is super scary where it's like the door like basically is just burr, 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 it starts shaking and then mm. you know it's just a matter of time so like get ready they're oh, gonna cool. come in yeah. cool. some, some, um, sometimes i think re2 can be a bit cheap in that regard mm-hmm. um sometimes if you enter a door there will be a zombie there waiting for you and you will right. get so, bitten so that can waste a sub weapon this or, is one question i wanted to ask earlier but you mentioned, mentioned the metroidvania quality to the game when you're retreading places, is the enemy placement the same? So it's like you go down this hallway and there's always one zombie waiting there for It'll you? It'll change sometimes. It will change. A little bit. Like, there won't be new enemies. So there's actually a fixed number of enemies in the game. In mm. 2? In, in Remake 2, yes. There really? are X number of zombies. And they never, they never artificially increase. Like, like if you go back you're into kidding. a room, new zombies don't just magically pop up. Hmm. That's why they so went that's with like this. different from remake from remake one then, right? Absolutely, yeah. Well, there's yeah. no like hunter equivalent, right? Remember where the hunters show up in, or the crimson, the crimson, or the head. crimson heads. I feel like the game could have used crimson heads to be honest, mm. uh, but but you know, not to digress. So crimson head. I don't know if you guys know what no, those please. guys are. Red redheaded Can, evil evil. Don't look at me when you say that. Right? Running, <laughs> running zombies with claws. Nice. They're like really nasty, persistent um, guys, and they would appear. 
if you didn't if you killed a zombie and then didn't incinerate burn it, it. Oh, that's right. cool. Huh. So it was a it was an extra incentive to you just kind of take care of business. So, so the only way to definitively kill a zombie in this game is either to decapitate it or to shoot its head enough that it's like only it's mush. It's, it's mush, like its mm. skeleton is showing. That was yeah. something about this game, too, where in, in other Resident Evil games, I would generally know, okay, that zombie is now dead. Like, with, with very, very with few the, exceptions. With the blood pool that shows the up, The blood right? pool shows mm. up in the older games or, like, you know, you blow its head off, obviously, or just the music stops the music like calms down it's like okay that zombie's dead a number of times already in this game and maybe it's because we were talking about earlier they take more shots to the head to kill i've gone to town on a zombie i'm like that motherfucker is dead i've shot him in the head like five times (laughs) there's no way he's fucking alive i try to run past him and he grabs me or i run up the stairs and i hear him get up like i've been surprised legitimately surprised they finally said okay we're not going to give you like any sign any definitive sign that I know of, at least yet, that right. zombie, besides what you're talking about, if you blow off his head or do whatever. Right. But, like, there's no, otherwise no sign in, of... In, in, in an added uh, sense of realism, the bodies don't disappear anymore. That's exactly true as well, which yeah. adds to a, a lot of fear to the game, which you don't right. really realize, because it's like, I think that guy's dead. I think I blew his head off, but I have to run. It's one in this very narrow hallway, and I have to run past him again now. Right. Um, also, boarding up the windows, which was in the original game. Right. Feels like I, ne- I never did it. Most people I don't think did in the original Resident Evil 2 because it just wasn't right. that crucial. But in this one, like you've, I'm fucking boarding It'll, up windows. Because you're, you're doing a lot of going through the same rooms. And uh, the zombies will come through those windows if you don't. If you don't like, board them up, right. yeah. So you say there's no artificial increase of enemies, but if you don't board up the windows, then the zombie number will increase? Yeah, but even that number is fixed. Ah, uh, okay. Like, so the, how do you know that fact, by the way? Yeah, I just, I've, I've played the game enough to take notice. And also, huh. all the zombies, a lot of them have unique designs. Like, you won't find two of the same zombie. Mm, that's good. Uh, it, zombie type or zombie appearance really? in the I same room. Them, oh, in the same room. In the same, even in the same general area of the RPD. Like, I mean, you'll find them later in on the in the game. game. right? Because I've seen a couple of women. The women have kind of, the women zombies have kind of these crazy hair. They look yeah, weird. With, the, with the skirts, it just looks like it looks like not. But like you don't locks. You don't almost. you don't run into them everywhere though. So you can actually count the number of enemies. I mean, I, I guess you're free to you know maybe play the game for twenty hours and then come back to that hall and see if there are more zombies. But I suspect not. I think mm-hmm. you might you might get a maximum of one or two zombies per window that you don't board up. Huh. But. That's yeah, the, the the number of enemies is fixed. It's not like RE4 where they spawn infinitely mm. from time to time. Something else I noticed, and like the the little things are, are I, I noticed because you kind of expect them from having played two and mm. the old games so much. Whenever anything happens that I don't expect, I'm like, whoa! So I was going up uh, stairs, and there was a railing. There's a zombie there coming at me. And the zombie fell over fell the rail. Over. <laughs> yeah, and it like funny. fell face over and landed and was, I think, still alive. And then got up and, and was ever. But I was like, holy shit. Because like, it was like kind of running at me and I went down the stairs and the railing mm. was between us. And so it just went end over end Dang, over the cool. railing. That's and I was cool. like, holy shit. Like, that yeah, was just the, like a total unscripted. The, the physics engine is nuts in this game. Just, just the the amount of realism that they put into the animations and how they react to objects, like even opening doors. Like in most games, they don't put that much thought into like the collision detection. Right. So you can probably maneuver through a door even if a zombie is 
uh, in it if you have enough space. But like in this game, you can't even do that. Right, right. Like if you even try to sneak past a zombie in like a very narrow corridor, it will yeah. grab you. Yeah, so. I'm curious how speedrunners if they figure out some because they make speedrunners make the old game look ridiculous like they make the zombies look like total fucking idiots i mean even for zombies like <laughs> right. really dumb and really right. really uh manipulable right uh, right and like so easy to the, just completely toy with the old games are very tight experiences yeah so if you knew like how much distance you had between you right. and a zombie you mm. can well, get there must by be them. that in this game too i'm, I'm very curious once Broadly, i finish it to watch some speed runs I just, I just feel like um even from run to run um you you won't be able to kill a singular zombie in the same way the second time around like you might headshot it the first time but you right. won't be as lucky the second time and mm. i feel like that is designed to change the stakes from from playthrough to playthrough right whereas in resident evil 2 the original or most other resident evil games if you aim your shotgun up you will decapitate those zombies right that, that's a given well and that's a it's a good thing in is this not game in, i haven't gotten the shotgun yet you can't just do that cause it, it's it, or, uh, it, it depends on it depends on how you feel about game design in general and what mm. your preferences are i mean there there are you times can't shotgun from close range it's, a zombie's head off every single it's, time it's not a given in this game. really i mean they're le- you're more that likely to fucked up you're more likely to chop their legs off with the shotgun mm. uh but Interesting. I, that, that brings me to my next point because uh i mean a lot of people obviously love this mechanic but the only thing i'm worried about with this game is that sometimes the zombies have an unfair reach Mm-hmm. Like they do grab you from. I haven't. I haven't seen anything e- totally egregious yet, but there have been times based on earlier games. Mm. Right, we come at it. I think very much based in the earlier games. There have been times in the earlier games where I was like, "Oh shit, he, he they got me." I didn't. Okay, I right. So. Like like they the the zombies in this game have the longest reach in yeah. the entire series. Like even even enemies from RE five and RE six mm. like have nothing on the zombies where. I mean, no one can see this office, obviously, but if, you know, Roy were a zombie by the door, and I'm where I'm it's sitting... Like four feet away, I mean, yeah. I feel like it can lunge at me well, and it's grab like, me. Because well, you, you just have the old Resident Evil thing where I would be, you know, I'm pointing my gun out, straight out, I have my arms out, mm. and the zombie had to be, would keep the same slow pace until it was right on top of you, and right. literally, like, your arms are crossing. And this one, it's like, if they get close enough to be touching almost any part of you they're gonna zoom like magnet right. in and and then just grab you um, seems like it would increase your fear of them though like you but have it, to be... it, it does make it more effective because you and again it makes them less like right a, like a joke like mm. oh i'm just gonna run literally run circles around the zombies in the old games you can't do that in this i mean one. If, if you think about it i mean the, the original reason why resident evil 4 got rid of the zombies was because mikami thought that they would be unsuitable for a game with this gameplay style, with the over-the-shoulder shooting, and I mean, RE6 tried a few things uh, with zombies as well in Leon's campaign, but I feel like this is the first one where they kind of figured out, you know, zombies have to be strong and indestructible, right? And a little faster than they usually would be, or else the game will have no challenge level whatsoever. It is interesting the balance changes to zombies. You know, yeah, in general, I think a little it works. faster. 
they move a little more irregularly, like their head, especially. Yeah, but but you're not veering into like Donato territory, right? No, no, no. Yeah, no, like they don't like like shift and try to dodge uh, when they see you pointing the, the gun at them. Or... Like like the zombies in RE6, um, I felt like they were zombies in name only. Mm. They, they like they could be surprisingly quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. They could vomit you from vomit at you from like twenty feet away, but you don't get any of that in this nice. game. So there's still it still respects the source material a lot, and I think it's mm. fair enough what they do with the zombies you've mentioned like a couple different ways to like get a zombie on the ground is there not like a you walk up to a zombie on the ground like fucking smash its skull with your your boot like there's not that that's a controversial thing because in the classic resident evil game stomping on heads was a legitimate strategy yeah i mean i would do that in a zombie situation Uh, shoot them in the leg but they won't do that in this game yeah you can't do that you need to use your sub weapon to get rid of a zombie what is a sub weapon the what the 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 defense items the grenades and knives the flash grenade. So there's a zombie on the ground. And you're like, I'm gonna throw I'm a grenade gonna, at this I'm guy. Just, <laughs> I'm just gonna shake my leg off and hope it doesn't bite me again. Uh, you're talking about when so. once the zombie bites you, you have the chance to use a sub oh, You can't uh, use it before that. Hmm. You could sit. You could throw, and it's it more powerful if you throw a flash grenade or uh, a regular uh, grenade at a zombie before it grabs you. But if it does grab you. Do you, do you shove the grenade in its mouth? That's what you did yeah. in the old... Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Brutal. It, it'll blow up in like five seconds. The, the flame rounds, by the way, which are always... The grenade launcher was a very effective weapon always, but looked was kind of like, eh. Mm. Like even the you know, flame rounds or whatever. I was saving my flame rounds, fired my first flame round. Holy shit. Like, oh, the fire Graphically, are... the fire effects, the light sourcing, everything. I would say that's something that is worth talking about with this game. Is like, yeah, it looks better, but it looks better... To such an extent that it affects gameplay. I mean, the creepiness of the hallways. I mean, two seems like it was a joke. Now it's like all these brightly lit hallways. Like, oh, how was I scared in the original mm-hmm. game? Like, I was just running through these hallways, running up the doors, running everywhere. Whereas in this game, you go into a hallway, it's dark. I'm not fucking running. Like, I'm fucking slowly, carefully walking, looking around. Like, it just adds a lot of element mm-hmm. to the game. Something else that I'm not going to say who or what it was or whatever, but uh, the first boss, I think it was the first boss that I fought, affected the environment. So, like, mm. you know, because you know, a lot of times in Resident Evil games, you have these bosses that were, like, doing crazy shit, but it was, like, the background was the background, <laughs> and you were you, and, like, never the twain should meet. Or there was a very obvious, hey, this is like looks like polygons different from the rest of it Pre-rendered, or like right? yeah or there's a switch here if he, i bet if i had him here and he banged on something that it would explode or whatever mm. but like this was not like that it was just like the environment and it was getting affected by what we were doing and i was mm. to a very impressive extent where i was like holy shit i wonder what else could have happened in that encounter had uh, other things taking place so it's all kind of technical graphical stuff but that made a big makes a big impact and i'm super excited for Mm. like the second half of the game i'm I'm assuming second half of the game how long was your first playthrough do you remember i'd rather not say because uh, four and a half hours which is that's playthrough that's the game timer so if i count the times i died maybe five to six ish but if you if you know resident evil and, you know, going back to the... Were you rushing through it? It feels like you must have been I rushing just... through it. There's no way. I've played it for... It's got to be I mean, I already. If you're, if you're very familiar with Resident Evil and yeah. you play it religiously like I do, it's not a terrible, terribly difficult game to figure yeah. out. You yeah. know, you, 
you, you, you this was true with seven too like as soon as i saw item x i'm like oh yeah you could you definitely use it in that room and that'd be right maybe 80 percent of the time sure, it's sure, the sure. same it's the same with this game as well and well, i don't feel like it even tries to make that one of the difficult things it's like oh here's a you know x object shaped hole Oh, I found this object. Like that's not really supposed to be part of the challenge. But like, yeah, most people will take longer. But for for someone a like lot me, longer. yeah, I'm. Sorry. I mean, I'm very familiar with the series too, and I know I'm going to replay the scenarios anyway. So that was less right. incentive for me to, you know, take. You my sweet must have time. been rushing through it because even just looking around the environments to <laughs> me is like, oh, like mm. look at this over here. Oh, there's a sleeping bag over here. Can I read this note on the wall over here? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Well, you can't really examine items in the game anymore, which yeah. I think uh, was is something that's different from the original. Like, you can examine paintings, and they'll have like um, inner monologues that you can read, but you can't really do that in this game. Right? How did you do it in the past? Like, it would be from your inventory, or you would just go up to it. And- you would just go up to it and hit a button, and then the person would comment on it. Mm. It wouldn't be marked as something that you could necessarily interact with. You just kind of like rub against the wall and and hit the button. Mm-hmm. Which right. now another quality life improvement. It has things marked on screen when you get close enough, and this is from seven that you can interact with it. And if mm. even if you don't interact with it, it'll appear on your map. So like if oh. if you go through an area and miss an item that you just just didn't see, didn't notice, mm. but you were close enough to it that you kind of should have noticed it, uh. it appears on your map, which is great, and it also changes the colors of rooms on your map if you've kind of done everything you can do in right. a room. Huh. Which is very helpful. Like it's I will a lot friendly. of times. Exactly, yeah. my yeah. words exactly. Yeah, I will go back a lot of times and use. I'm using the map more than I have in any by far Resident Evil mm. game ever. And part of it is like, oh, did the room turn blue yet? Okay, no, it's still red. Okay, what did I? Right. What did it, I miss? If you're lost, if you're lost, it's an absolutely um, like very vital asset to have right. that map. That uh, too, yeah. And it saves you a lot of time. It also keeps track and is telling you what to do next in general terms, right? Right. It's like. There's an objective. overarching thing. It's not saying the order you have to do it in because you have some freedom there. Mm. Um, speaking of that, have you noticed any sequence? Obviously, not going to say what it was, but have you noticed any sequence breaks or like things already in the game that you were able to, having played it now a bunch of times already? I'm just curious for like future speed runs and stuff like that. If there's yeah, you can you can skip certain scenes because um, they're only triggered if you go into a specific area. So. Sure, yeah, of course, but I mean, but I mean, like things that were unintentional but you notice oh you're able to because there's that kind of stuff in a lot bunch in some of the older games where you're able to like trick the game sequence breaking you know come on uh, <laughs> we all know what a sequence break is don't yeah, we no, we do we do yeah come on been watching a lot of games done quick i guess That's right <laughs> yeah I, I i yeah like i i get that part i'm just that's I fine. mean, I haven't, haven't. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure okay. people will find stuff. It, it feels it feels more safe in that regard to me. Like it feels like they've watched a lot of speedruns now and are kind of looking out for the Code, trappings. Or Code Veronica had a lot of that. Yeah, actually, right. funny enough. But I don't think I think recent RE games are more co- they're more cognizant about mm, not sure. having that happen. So I can't even really think of any in 7 that let you do that. So That's a good question, yeah. I'm not sure about 7. I have a question for you, though, Mark. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about the lack of VR in this game? <laughs> I mean, I I guess I've expected it now. I did, mm. As a remake, I think it would be... Yeah, I, I totally get why they didn't do it, because there's mm. no way they could be doing the fidelity that they've got if they if it was uh in vr um 
I'm more interested in the next game. Mm-hmm. If the next game is a first-person game and doesn't have VR, I will be incredibly disappointed. Uh, I, I, I will admit playing 2, I can't help but think, like, holy shit, if I was playing this in VR, it would be even, like, a hundred times more mm. amazing. The, the, the flashlight right. ha- hallways, I mean, that stuff is, wow. Yeah. Like, any sequence of it is so crazy compelling. But, like, in mm. those environments are all so really, uh, yeah, like, amazing, amazing uh, sense of, of place um, that... Yeah, I can't help but wanting that kind of thing in, in VR, but it's not mm. it's not anywhere like, oh, why didn't they make it in VR or I expected it to be in VR. How are you playing it then? Like what what's your setup? Like headphones, dark room. Dark room, everybody else asleep, alone. <laughs> you have to be alone. If if somebody else is in the everybody else should be really should be asleep or yeah. you should be like alone in your house or apartment or yeah. else like playing this game during the daytime, like it, 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 like it almost upsets me the idea of doing <laughs> that. Like, same with seven. It's just like, why the fuck? It's like watching, you know, Jurassic Park for the first time on a fucking on a on an iPod Mini or something like that. Like, it's like, why are you doing this? Like, just don't play it then. Like, don't even play it if you can't play it at night alone. Surround sound. I've got like the surround sound setup. There's like some good sound options oh, yeah. too in the game too. And one of the things I thought was most interesting that I don't know if I've seen in a game before when you do your darkness settings. Oh, the yeah, brightness slider, settings. Yeah. It also does. Yeah. It also does. Here's a white thing. Hmm. Move it until you can see the black thing on the white thing, and then it does the black thing. Move it until you can see because of course light and shadow is so important to this game. Um. The only thing that said that has annoyed me with that aspect of the game is, I don't know if you noticed this, with a flashlight, mm. when you directly shine the flashlight onto something, you actually can't see it. All you see is like a bright white reflection. So if there's like a poster oh. on the wall or something that you want to see, you actually have to aim it like slightly off to the side. You can't just shine it oh. directly on it because it's like, oh, I want to see what that you know, mm. little piece of environmental storytelling is that wanted missing poster. Is, is, is that a bug? Because I was playing in HDR at my uh, TV back home in San Francisco where I was when Did I got you, the game. Just fucking showing off again. Like oh, I'm, I didn't notice I was playing in <laughs> 800K uh, HDR. <laughs> On a PS4 lighting. Pro. But I noticed that there are some visual blemishes that didn't seem to be like part of the design of like the, the character models. Like, I... I mm. I'd look at the ceilings like later on in the in the laboratory stage, and it, like it. Alex, in the, spoilers, Jesus! <laughs> I know, yeah. I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> and like, I, like, I'd look at the white ceilings, and it looked like there'd be like a sea of black pixels. Interesting. And I don't know if like my TV was showing that correctly. There might be some stuff like even in the demo area of the main area. We're getting really, really detailed now, but. Even in the main uh, main hallway, I guess you'd call it, of the of the police station, one of the first environments of the whole game, the place that you start the demo in, the floor has, is doing a reflection of what's above it, which is like impressive. A... But it's like, 
weirdly dithered. It just it, looks like a bunch of weird little like dots. shimmering, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I noticed that throughout the game. So I don't know if I adjusted the brightness settings but incorrectly or biggest. And I, I for my flashlight thing, I don't know if it's a bug or not. I think it might be just a, a system with a lighting system where it's mm. just shining directly on it. And that's a, a, by, a byproduct of it. Right. I will say my biggest, biggest pet peeve. And this is going to sound really fucking ridiculously nitpicky. And it, <laughs> It kind of is, but bothers me so much that I even wrote down a note to mention it on this podcast. Game starts off and it's raining. Okay. Amazing graphic. I mean, one of the best looking PS4 games, full stop. And yet, they have like a 2D effect where raindrops are hitting a person. They just randomly sparse this little like raindrop hitting 2D effect just in random spots <laughs> on a person. And that's supposed to be, like, to account for, like, rain hitting a, a person uh. in, like, the splatter. Like, you might not even know what I'm talking about, but if you watch <laughs> it again thinking about I'm it, you cannot it. help but notice it. It is bad. It is. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even tell what the fuck is going on in the rest Man. of the scene because I'm so distracted by it. Level bad. And I thought I was complaining about some of the graphics <laughs> in the game. I mean, it's, the most, it's the most beautiful Resident Evil game out there, but there are some things where I feel like... We're, we're kind of hitting the end of this generation and really i mean it's one of the mo- most like resident some, evil games it's one of the most like gorgeous some, ps4 games period it I mean, is most gorgeous but, console games but when there. you when you look up close at some of the detail it's like oh there are parts where it's sure. a little lacking yeah it's and, not it's not everything yeah some of the like, posters and, and things like that too like are like, not. like like computer keyboards have low res textures and okay things like that sure so yep kind of makes you wonder if next gen will be able to double down on that yeah maybe it's yeah it's not perfect um but it still like blows my mind how much better you know the stuff that we're playing in real time Mm. now is than the cg was back in the back in the uh the early days so um all right let's i guess we should talk about other games but um before before we do any like I'm just looking up my notes again to see if there was anything we didn't cover um, wrapping up. But um, I'm going to say the reflective floor. Yeah. If they paired that with the zombie falling off of the the banister, yes, that would have been for that would have been made for a really great moment <laughs> without you know, an audio cue kind of thing. It may, it might yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, that happens in a dark room, though. I don't know what so. that is, but they took my idea. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> ask you. I'm just gonna ask you to clarify, Alex, because I'm afraid there's a spoiler in there somehow. Um, Oh, mixing blue herbs and 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 red herbs now. Oh it's not yeah, a spoiler. That, yeah, that fortifies you. So basically, it's like a heart container, right? Expands uh, your total health. No, no. Um, it what it does is that's the yellow herb from RE4 that you're thinking of. Uh, no, no, no. This, the, in this game, it, just, it 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 ups your resistance to damage for a short time. But your that it does that, and a little shield appears. Yeah. So the gauge is like a timer. But or like a threshold measure counter. Right. But that also once even then once that goes away, your I call it health bar, even though it's not a bar. You're like little mm. EKG mm-hmm. is bigger. It's, it elongates when you take that. So I think it does both things. It both ups your resistance I mean, short term, like in the menu screen. You see in the menu or? screen. Yeah. Oh, I better look at that again. Look at that again. Um, because I thought it just made you more resistant to damage. I've done it twice now. And you're saying it's permanent? The effect? That, like permanent? Like oh. I, that's that's my. My takeaway from it is that there's a permanent plus to your total health 
and it gives you a temporary boost. Right. Too. The way that the note is worded too is what made me think that, and that's why I tried it. I didn't. I didn't even realize the blue herbs and the red herbs could be combined. Well, you you can combine them, but I thought they were useless. I didn't pay attention to that little detail. Check that out. You're talking uh, about health. Like, uh, are there a lot of one shot kills in this game, or is it is it like you can you survive can, most of the zombie tussles and like if you're lucky, herbs, a yeah. zombie tussle, it's, like, it's like previous games but, in that yeah. you can get hit a few times by normal things, but there are more powerful enemies don't answer if there's one hit kills or not because i haven't seen one yet but in previous games there were some enemies uh. that sometimes could be one hit kills mm, does, um hmm? does the permanent health expansion last after you die like if you come back if you respawn i think it, does. I think it would but mm. i again i'm not all i know is your ekg gets longer when you do that, only so. only if the auto save happened after you use that uh, red blue herb combination otherwise you would respawn oh, with the red and blue herb. your auto save right because it, it doesn't it doesn't keep you at the same number of uh, bullets gotcha it just starts you at a, at a previous save here's point. here's a point there's a note i think it's a note early on basically saying that well something that i noticed very early in the game in the first couple scenes of the game was that i was sneaking past zombies more so than they just kind of knew you were there in other games whereas in this one i think they have more complicated systems about mm. sometimes about how they notice you right. however that made me want to like crouch that made me want to crouch to sneak past them. Mm. And you can't crouch in the game. And it made me want to turn off my flashlight sometimes. Because I'm like, well, fuck, if I'm running if I'm running through the place with a flashlight on, I'm going to be much more noticeable than if I... Not that I wanted to turn into a stealth game, but something, one of the hints early on made me think, like, oh, okay, I guess some enemies mm. you can be... Not, not some of the hints, actually. Some of the first stages of the games, I ran past a zombie, and I was like, oh, fuck, that one actually didn't notice me. Mm. I didn't get close enough to him. I guess they're smarter now or, like, more realistic. Mm. Then when I got into the flashlight parts, I was like, I kind of want to turn this flashlight off. Can you? Right. Not that I know of. Not that I know of, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think you can. I mean, I, I've had very poor luck sneaking around in the game. Like, I've, yeah. I've tried it against the liquors. Exactly, and they're supposed to be blind. Exactly, but they'll still get you. Yes, yeah, they are so overpowered in this game. It's it's ridiculous. And I straight up like I was letting one hit me, and I'm like, I'm not gonna move. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall for it. Not gonna fall for it. And like, nope. They just fucking like pounded <laughs> on me until I, I I died. Yeah, I find that like on hardcore mode, especially the liquors are pretty unfair. I'm not sure what their behavior is though, because I have run into some that did not notice me at mm. first and that i have been able to i won't say what but kind of manipulate in, in right. certain ways but anyway needless to say uh anything we've talked fuck we talked about the game for over an hour yep. and no spoilers that's pretty impressive it's a good game go buy it imagine when we do the yeah imagine when we do the spoiler cast uh absolutely wholeheartedly can recommend this game again like we said earlier not that it reinvents the formula but I think if you were kind of on the bubble mm. uh, or Resident Evil games, especially if the controls is the thing that bothered you, I think you will like this. If if it was more the the arbitrary puzzles and stuff that bothered you, you might still have some problems with it. But uh, gorgeous game, um, especially if you played it the first time. I think the notes of the story, seeing the characters again, mm. uh, s- still the same basic structure. You're still going to begin and end in the same places, but... Uh, yeah. How I, it gets there is interesting. Seeing the story of the of the Whitey Bite Me guy <laughs> is is kind of cool too. Like right. there's some stuff there for fans and people who really 
look at stuff closely. So yeah, I'm hearing on the grapevine that it's in the it's already in the running for Game of the Year 2019 for a lot of people. I would I would definitely imagine imagine yeah. so a L- little early, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, RE4 was early back in the day, and right, but yeah. I mean, like like. RE7 was too for me. Yeah. And that would be like a. So was Monster Hunter. I mean, we felt that way with Mon- when Monster Hunter came out early last year. I was like, this is. I'd have a hard time believing this is not going to end up mm. on some list. Not that it would mm. be. Not going to call in Game of the Year yet. They're just like, oh, this is. Pr- right. This is the first contender. I think the one year anniversary is coming up soon, actually. They're doing some kind of event in Monster Hunter. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm sure that we have that in the news, Roy. I I'm sure we have that we in the news. We definitely have that in the news. Um, but before we do news, <laughs> um, any other games people are playing that are really dying to talk about? Uh, Dermot, you finished Pikmin 3. I did. Graham was right. That final boss battle was wild. Did, like in a good way? Or? Yeah. Oh, like in, in a surprising way. way. Last stage was really cool. That whole game was great. Pikmin 3 last bosses are usually like, they're pretty good. Pikmin you know, three last bosses. I'm sorry, Pikmin. Pikmin last bosses. Pikmin last bosses are usually pretty good. Uh, I but I, for whatever reason, and again, I still don't remember why. That's where I. You remember my thing on that, right? Was no. I, that's where I. St- I never. I got that far, like right b- before the game even came out, and for whatever reason, I never ever finished it. Wow. I, I mean, I wouldn't go back the, to do it, but like it was yeah. a good finale. Um. <laughs> Persona, the Persona dancing game. Hell yeah, Did man! Did you shell out for Persona Five? The dance or the dancing? Persona 3 and 5. I bought the double pack, Mark. I actually got... um, Wow. I sniped one of those, like, Mario 64 deals a few months ago where he was like, there's an Amazon error. It's 50 bucks for both games, and and each game is supposed to be 60. So, which is insane. It is yes, a little. It, it was insane. an error, aka what it sh- should have been priced at. For real, yeah. So I, I I shipped it home to America. So I picked it up when I went back, and I played through both over the weekend. It took me about two hours each to just like unlock every song. Yeah, they're like they're fun. They're exactly what they set out to be. There's no story this time. Like the mm-hmm. first game, Persona Four Dancing was like half visual novel, half dancing, dancing all game. Night and dancing all night. I think you mean? I, I do. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think I prefer the soundtrack in Persona 3 Dancing mm. between the two. But fair, fair. Persona it's not like a, would you recommend this to somebody? If you're a Persona fan, it's not going to make you thing. a Persona fan, and it's not going to yeah. make you a fan of rhythm games. But if you are a Persona fan and you like music and you like the Persona music, so how do you did, play these games? Cause I, I worked on the Just Dance series, so mm. I'm just kind of curious. Like, <laughs> right? So you have a button layout on the outside of your screen, which is uh, triangle, circle and cross and then on the left it's up left the deep down right yeah yeah. but you pick a song and then you're seeing this right 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 right. so in the middle the people are dancing and you can pick their outfit yeah it's like whoever whoever from the persona is it like ddr with your fingers or kind of yeah like you're hitting the notes Uh, i don't know if i could compare to ddr like like you're you're not dancing yourself but yeah Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. A typical rhythm game in that, like, notes will come up and you have it's to hit it. It's in a rock band vein. It's exactly. Just, oh, okay, right. falling and you're hitting right, right, right. as they... It's oh, a music game. Okay. Yeah. I put it more in line with, like, Hatsune Miku, you know? Right. How how are those outfits, though? Outfits are great. That's, like, probably where most of the, the game. most of the money goes into this. Yeah, the problem, like... Redesigning the characters. They streamlined the experience so much that, you know, you get in and you're pretty much dancing right away, unlike the first game, but you still have to go through and read a bunch of text to unlock a lot of the outfits, and that annoys me. Mm. I like the what? characters, and I like the interactions, but if you gate something that I want behind What's that... A, is it, what do you read? Yeah, there's is no it like story. a story where you go to the store and you're like, I you like that bikini. Like, you have to back out of the dance option, <laughs> and then there's like social, 
and then there are like different chapters for each character that you unlock by doing better in songs at different difficulties. Okay. All right. Uh, but it still only took a couple hours to unlock. I don't have all the outfits, but I have all the songs. All right. Yeah. All right. Mm. So I'm, I'm still having trouble getting a sense if you actually like this game or not. <laughs> like, I like them enough to finish, and I go back and like play the two or three songs that I really like of Persona yeah. 3 Dancing. I've done that like every night this week. Okay. Just as like a cool down. Cool. Mm. Okay. But like for comparison, I platinum Persona 4 Dancing. I see. And I don't platinum games. Right, right. So that one so felt... relative to that, a little disappointing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't reinvent... It It doesn't iterate enough, I think, for what You're I want. You're not surprised by anything. No, it just, it's just like a reskin. It's not yeah. the Resident Evil 2 for what Resident <laughs> Evil 1 was. Uh, <laughs> 100%. I mean, like, in fairness, we haven't seen the, res- the Persona 3 characters in that art style. You know, they haven't been made into 3D models, really, oh, at that resolution. Uh, They're kind of using, yeah. like, the Persona 5 engine, for the most part. Okay, yeah. So that's cool. It's nice to be back with that cast. Wait, the Persona 5 engine, like, the PS3-capable... Uh, I um, mean, yeah. Not Persona that, 4 that, Dancing that, 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 that was that a Vita game, was any so... Great shakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. Um, Roy, you have so, been playing kingdom hearts you say the name i'm not dream drop say. distance Thanks. that's not even the worst one mark like no i know but they're <laughs> yeah. all they're all terrible yeah so uh kingdom dream hearts drop distance right kingdom hearts 3 is coming out soon <sighs> it's friday for japan yeah tomorrow that's tomorrow shit wait the same, same day, day as Resi, yeah. oh, right? two very different markets i think though so yeah but it's nice that like should be a station they have the kingdom hearts I thing and then right above they have resident evil yeah. you'd be yeah. surprised but yeah <laughs> Uh, well, you guys should talk about. It. I don't think I'm going to be here next podcast. You guys should talk about in depth about that uh, fucking game, Kingdom Hearts. That That's podcast. news to us, yes. but all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So yeah. Anyway, I'm just trying to prep by. This is one of the games that we have. A, we have another guy in the office who's a big fan. He'll probably make his debut next episode. And I asked him, like, he he basically decided that he wanted to get caught up on the whole Kingdom Hearts franchise in like a month or two. Mm. Yep. And he did it. Through a series of playing Whoa. the games that mattered and watching videos of all the cutscenes. Okay. So after he did that, I was like, I used to be his senpai, but now he's my senpai. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, Dan, what, what's the deal with Dream Drop Distance? Can I skip it? And he's like, You really shouldn't. What is? Explain what the hell it is. For, so do you want to open that box? Not for me, <laughs> but for people who. I mean, simply like mm. what, where it falls in the story or what the fuck system it is. Just right. that before. Level so of, before I'm going to preface this with there's a really good video on Kotaku right now. By Tim Rogers, friend of the show. Can yes. I say friend of the show? Yeah, absolutely. Tim Rogers. Uh, it explains that, A, don't listen to Kingdom Hearts 3 reviews. Just don't read them. It doesn't matter. And it's fine to jump into Kingdom Hearts because... Wait, why? They, Are the reviews bad? No, no, no. He's saying you can't review it. Because okay. you can't review it because it's part of such a bigger thing that it's uh, like... All right, move move on. Anyway, Keep going. but also he explains that... Jesus Christ. He also explains <laughs> that it's fine to jump in with 3 because Kingdom Hearts itself, as the games are released, are not linear they fuck with time all the time. Dream Drop yeah. Distance is a great example of that because it's a game that is actually the worlds of Kingdom Hearts are dreaming. And what? you're already annoyed. You've already lost <laughs> you're in the first part of that sentence <laughs> yeah. and I'm already annoyed. So, worlds are dreaming? So anyway, well, what that kind of means is that you're seeing things that aren't necessarily what happened, but it's like you're seeing worlds from different points of time. All right, all with, right. Correct Whoa. me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But what you're saying, and I think what you're saying, Tim Rogers is saying in his video is, none of the story matters. 
no. up until now. No. So don't worry about it. It could all be like hand waved with like a oh it was all just a dream or it was a fucking dream of a turtle that looked at a fish in the reflection <laughs> of its eye or whatever. Like it can all be fucking hand waved away with that kind of bullshit. So don't I mean, worry about maybe it. Maybe to some degree it can, but there are also like worthwhile nods I would say that if you know that these things happened Okay. Uh, then there'll be something later on for you, and also well, that's just, what that's what lore but, and story is. Just to, to find like why y- you can and is an enjoyable, important thing to have yeah. in games. Well, also like one thing but you're like, saying, like you seem to be saying, canon is not important, and also canon is is important at the same time. I'm sure it's important, it's, but it's important, but like you have to kind of weigh your time versus like how like that's why i was asking dan right. about like what's worth playing and what isn't i that, see that sounds like an abusive relationship man i mean to some whatever but this, so the reason i like the real the reason i like dream drop distance is um you get to see two characters the way that they react to things okay and that's the kind of character development we haven't had in any of the games so far because one of one of the characters is like the characters that are not in the other the characters you don't you don't normally play as this other character he's kind of like the antagonist of the first game oh okay and now like you and that character are both going to these different worlds you who's you you is sora 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 and riku is the other character and you're seeing how they react to things that happen and it's very differently like for instance the last world i did was three musketeers okay and uh sora of course was like like yeah i'm gonna join up with these three musketeers guys they're cool mm. they do the you know the um all for one, for one yeah yeah they do that but riku he doesn't he's, he's not that type of person he's like more of a loner he kind of just goes around figures out stuff on his own i like seeing that that's the kind of character development it doesn't really matter for the grand scheme of things but now I have I a greater understanding. There's of layers of these characters that will inform their decisions should you yeah. know it. Um, but uh, so don't the games also, though, refer – isn't there like deep lore? Oh, yeah. Is, right? Yeah. So it does seem like – so why why this – so is what you're saying, you're like, I have a limited amount of time. Give me the one game I should play to the one maximize – my pre-game enjoyment of King Mars 3 and he said Dream Drop Distance? It's the only one I haven't played so far. Oh. Mm. So, so what system was it originally for? 3DS, I think, or Vita or something? 3DS, for 3DS. 3DS, yeah. And you're playing it now on... 3DS. PS4. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. God, I don't know how the... I don't even. I mean, I, I, ha- I, ha- I have friends who liken the Kingdom Hearts plots like an opium trip. So, yeah, there was that for there was a very interesting uh, thread on Reset Era. No, not the eight four thread, although that does exist, and you should go and comment on it. But there was a thread about somebody. The uh, the OP was saying, and I think the title was like, "The Kingdom Hearts story is not bad, or it's not complicated. It's like it's not poorly told. It's like." And he's like, it might be confusing, it might be convoluted, it might be hard to understand, <laughs> but it's not uh, complicated or something like that. Or it, it was some mix of words, and everybody's like, no, it is. <laughs> if, it's, if it's poorly told, then it's you know bad or bad or whatever. Like mm. I, I, it was a bad argument, but I think what they were trying to say was like, I don't know what the fuck they were trying yeah. to say. <laughs> Maybe you can enjoy it on you know many different levels. You don't have to go nuts on it, et cetera, et cetera. But. In, in addition to playing that, I've been catching up on the Disney movies that are going to be in the next game that I haven't watched yet. That I thought was an interesting uh, tidbit. So what? name me some movies. These are movies I've you've watched, never seen before? Never, just, wa- never watched before, yeah. Whoa. So Big okay. Hero 6 was one of them. 
Okay, you didn't see that. Didn't see it. I don't know why. And yeah, that is in the new game. That yeah. is in the you new liked game. it, though. I did. I liked it yeah. a lot. It was really good. Good it's movie. It's a fun little romp. Yeah. I don't know about San Francisco. San Francisco. It's a little... It is... A little annoying. They're probably better names. Did they call it that? Yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, I, I had fun. I wanted to hug that so thing, the robot thing. I think you can Baymax. probably buy one. Yep. I think really? you can probably buy one. You can probably make that happen, right? All right. Probably okay. might be like 200 bucks or something. Bay- Baymax <laughs> yeah. was the name of the movie here in Japan. That's it was, right, yeah. So. yeah. They called it that. Yeah, I think that's kind of almost the better title, really. Because the title significance too. in the English version comes way at the end. Yes. I know, it's a little but, weird. Um, the other one, I, I haven't watched any of the Monsters, Inc. movies. That is a mistake. So I have to watch both of them. Yeah, you oh, do. I haven't Wait, either. Wait, were there three? There's two. There's oh, okay. Monsters Inc. and Monsters, Monsters University. University. Yeah. Wasn't there like a there like a direct video? Am I hallucinating? I don't think I don't know if Pixar does that. Maybe Cars. You might be thinking of Cars. Cars is bullshit. I'm uh, definitely not thinking of Cars. Okay. Did you watch that for fucking Kingdom Hearts? No, no. The Cars, cars is, is not in there. It's surely, not in there. Right? Right? Yeah. Right. Not enough heart in in Cars. Hey. Oh, man, <laughs> a lot of engines though. <laughs> they're they're going to get to enough fucking Kingdom Hearts sequels. They're going to get there sooner or later. I'm sure. Yeah, it's just been ten years since the last one. Is, isn't this supposed to be the last one though? No. There's no way it can be. No, I don't think that's true. It just yeah. wraps up like the story so far, right? So yeah. they can hopefully mm. do something. Wraps up yeah. quotes, I, I'm sure. Uh, I, can Im- I can imagine how annoying it is to actually make a Kingdom Hearts game for everyone involved, though. Just keeping track th- of everything. Licensing. Like be, well, there's that, too, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think Nomura is not an easy person to work with. There's been like, interesting things coming... Go ahead. What no, are you trying I was, to say, Ryan? Well, it's just he's very much the uh, the brain, yeah, the auteur mm. of that game, and like he moves at his own pace, as we all know. Yeah, and he's got a vision. <laughs> got claw zippers. <laughs> got yeah. some spiky hair. Where's that FF Seven remake? <laughs> hey yo, interesting fucking question. <laughs> Good fucking question, Alex. Um, <laughs> now they have no excuse. Now that King March Three actually finally came out, um, I think that's about it. We should move on. Actually, we should have a short news segment. Um, so why don't we not take a quick break? Because you guys are busy. Sure. All right. We won't take sure. a break. And therefore, Dermot won't have to enter music, therefore saving him minutes and minutes of time. <laughs> um, Creative power. Let's certainly. go right on to news. Dermot, news. News. Well, that, that might have been a not little bad. loud for people. I like that, that. Yeah. That was, yeah. Content was good. Yeah, thank you. JJ little... would be proud. Oh, man. I had to balance that, oh, uh, that down. I've been waiting for that for a year. Speaking <laughs> of Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 2 add-on content will star three new survivors. Oh, uh, so you had mentioned uh, Tofu Hunk. Or Tofu. Tofu Survivor. Oh, God. Or Hunk, yeah. did you say you hadn't finished? Which Both. I hadn't finished Tofu. Okay. Finished so Hunk three times, what, though. What Whoa, is this tofu thing? I saw pictures on Twitter. Is it you just play as a block of tofu? Yes. Literally, that's explain? what it is. That's amazing. Um, so, so back You've never the, seen tofu, like, with, knife runs? Neither have I. With no. the original Resident Evil 2, oh um, they used a block polygon character for collision detection testing. Oh, you don't, don't explain that first. Oh. oh you ruined it. So, so they left, that in, the, they left that in the game as a bonus mode. So you, instead of, like, a block... They, they, they called that blocked polygon tofu because they just colored it white and it literally did look like tofu no i mean i think they really made i mean they wanted to make something simple but they're like all right just fucking make a block and it's like okay it's a block of tofu mm. but it was like it's, it's supposed a, to be a block of tofu and <laughs> the original game you clear it it unlocks an extra mode which is the fourth survivor 
and that's this guy Hunk. That's like a series. Hunk. Well, you you you, you earn you earn fourth survivor before tofu survivor, but it's so you yeah. clear. I think you clear that, and then you unlock the tofu. tofu survivor, and it has a title screen. Both of these games have little <laughs> title screens. It has a title screen with a chunk of tofu with a beret and like a submachine that's gun. That's cool. Um, and yeah, so the part that I like explain this first is like at the time it's like. What the fuck is it's, going on? It's like, very like Japanese weird game yes, decisions exactly, that you don't see so much nowadays. Totally, exactly, which is what you know, and you love it for. And uh, could you get other weapons, or was it just the knife? Just the you, knife. You had just the fucking knife, which is crazy. And you're running through these rooms full of zombies. It's like a remixed mode where you just have to basically avoid the zombies. And there's tons of zombies and they're way more than there are in the normal game in in a subsection of the normal game and there's a clock ticking down it's like super super ultra master mode hmm. um and again you only have the knife which was beyond worthless back in those days um, yeah you'd be lucky to kill one zombie with it literally so. like literally period even no matter how much time you really are you, took so. are you like as delicate as tofu like can you take one hit or something you can take a couple hits you, you turn colors I, when you I, take damage i think he had more health actually huh. than the You're standard right. characters he did yes. that was kind of like a concession they were willing to make roy tonight your job is to go home and youtube the tofu survivor because you would get a kick out of it and right. you also get a All kick right. out of the skill of people what we were talking about manipulating the zombies goes to like a whole nother level. You have to know not only every room, but immediately when you come in, where you're turning, how you're moving. It's like a deli it's almost like a like a really good speedruns become like yeah. almost like this ballet, right? Where it's like predetermined what you have to do and it's just executing it but like it's if, amazing and also there's a giant chunk of tofu running around <laughs> zombies like it's surreal does and he, weird. Does and he have shoes? Amazing. He has just no hands I think, just right? hands it's yeah. like floating like cartoon yeah, no hands right, <laughs> and like and when it's you... a giant chunk of tofu and it just it just tilts wow. and, it's running. That's amazing. and like the, the yeah. sound effect when he's walking is like whoop yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has well. like a funny little weird sound effect. Yeah, but, so. but you you can beat both Fourth Survivor and Tofu Survivor if you really know what you're doing. As yeah. as Mark was saying, actually, like in the remake, I I've gotten more than halfway through, so I feel like if I can stop making mistakes really? and yeah, amazing. If I can stop making mistakes in every room, you got to be really hardcore to to play that. But it's fun for anybody yeah, just to watch. It's um, good practice. So we made the Ghost Survivors, um, a side story. Robert Kendo, no way. Awesome. The firearms dealer. Sorry about that. Uh, Sorry about Raccoon that, King babe. City's Kendo gun shop. Um, unnamed member of Umbrella Security Service and Raccoon City Mayor Michael Warren's daughter who meets a tragic fate. Oh, well. Yeah. Sorry. Scratch that. It's called She's Ghost fine. Survivors for a reason. Yeah, so. that's true. Um, <laughs> anyway, randomized scenarios. Enemy unique to the mode, etc. You, so you've cleared this? Don't say anything more than yes or no question. It's not even out yet. That's yeah, DLC. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. kick-ass. Free, free DLC? Free yeah. DLC. Wow, that's great. Beautiful. Yeah, they, they, there's no release date, but yeah, mm-hmm. there, it's going to be available, in I think, in a few months from now. So... Wait, this says in addition to the Ghost Survivors, there's some, some low-poly I mean... model costumes, etc. for the game for free in March. Yeah. Well, if you... Buy a PlayStation Store gift card in Japan worth three thousand yen. That's that has a card design after modeled after Resident Evil Two. You can download it tomorrow. 
Oh, really? So you can get it early. But, but yeah, otherwise, they, you get it yeah, for free. Yeah, like they haven't said anything uh, for Xbox owners or for PC owners yet, or uh-huh. people outside of Japan for that matter. So it's. That's interesting. I wonder if the Ghost Survivor thing of Robert Kendo ends with him like going to lock the door, and then just you have to move next to the window, and then it, it fucking ends when you get right gang banged by <laughs> zombies that run through that uh, right. window. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami coming to Steam mid February, February nineteenth. Windows PC. It's too bad John's not here Mark to chime in on that. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, um, Game Freak's Giga Wrecker. Coming to consoles in 2019. Uh, I played that at uh, Bit Summit. Yeah. So that was, was a 2D platformer that that's going the other way. Launched in early access in Steam in 2016. Mm-hmm. Now coming out as Giga Record Alt. Uh, any impressions of it, uh, Roy? It was. I remember being kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Lots of destroying the environment with big explosions. Huh. Well, it wasn't for me, but I, I could see other people like I it. generally like Game Freak's little side projects, though. They do interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, um, all later this year, and adding 20 more puzzle stages, a harder Iron Man mode, Roy. Even mm-hmm. harder, and a new companion character. Is that a dog? Look out for that. hope so. <laughs> it should be. Uh, there was this report that EA canceled its uh, open-world Star Wars game. A lot of people are pissed. After so long. People are just pissed that they're not making Did they enough games. demo that at Gamescom like two years ago? or I don't think they've shown that one. This yeah, is no. different from Battlefront, right? Yeah. Started at oh, Visceral okay. Games in 2013, overhauled in 2017. When after they, when they dissolved Visceral. Never mind. Visceral, yeah. yeah. And now it's like uh, officially dead. It was in development at EA Vancouver. Um... Rip. I was like, oh, were they still making that? I thought that got canceled the first time. Uh, but people were pissed. Are pissed. Star Wars people <clears throat> are often pissed, I think. They don't have I mean, much yeah. to be happy. <laughs> they don't have much to be happy about, Roy. Let's be, let's be real. Uh, Rocket League gets full cross-platform play. Yes, even on PlayStation 4. Thank you, by the way, friend of the show, Michael McWhorter and Polygon for, I think, most or all of our news. All of our news today, today yep. Uh, it's available now. Whatever system you're on. It's pretty cool. I mean, Rocket League was, like, carrying the torch for cross-platform play before this even became, like, a realistic option. Right. They, like, accidentally flipped that switch a while ago, and then they had to flip it back just to kind of prove to everybody that it was possible. Hmm. And now, since Fortnite has made it a reality, it's cool to see more and more of these big games Hmm. come through. I don't know how many more there are left. Right. I think right now it's just those two, right? As far as the PlayStation 4 is concerned. Um so like case, still a case by case basis, but mm-hmm. uh, yep, that's cool to see. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online data mining hints at some Super Nintendo games. Um, Snooze. So also hinted at maybe other. Um, the people were unsure if they were just Super Nintendo games or if they were uh, retro consoles, right? Well, they they found four emulators. Right. They found the emulators for the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, and right. they found two more that were codenamed something that we don't know. Right. You know, what they stand and the for. The codenames are like, yeah, I forget what those are in the story. They're not in there. No. Okay. Um, it's, but, so it's it's assumed to be N sixty four and GameCube. Oh, is that what people GameCube, are guessing? GameCube. Wow. I was. I heard you know Game Boy, Game Boy Advance uh, or GameCube. You know, but N sixty four seems Boy like Advance. a yeah. I, I forget what the names were, but mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's kind of fun to guess about. Um, I think it's realistic, but I don't know how soon we'll see that kind of thing, mm. since they're they're you know dribbling out the NES game so slowly. You get three a month. That annoys me so much. 
Um, awesome games done quick. Did you guys catch much of it? A little bit, yeah. Year? Wind Waker. Uh, record set for like almost 2.4 million for Prevent Cancer Foundation. That's fucking awesome. That's up from 2.2 last year. Mm. Um, Keep breaking records. Overall, uh, 131 games speed run. Um, they had Urban Yeti was pretty funny that, that they were running that, um, which is a game that I'd forgotten existed, but um, weird fucking game. Um, this is kind of cool. They did a top 10 uh, highlights, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. Speed runs, some of them in here, N++, I'd be really interested to see that. Mario Sunshine, those are always good. Uh, Splatoon 2, that would be interesting. Portal is nuts. I've seen Portal speedruns before. It's like hard to even tell what's going on. It's moving so fast. So. Specifically, the Octo expansion of Splatoon 2, which is even more like technically demanding. Ah, interesting. Okay. Um... Yeah, it was actually you mentioned Octo. I thought you were going to talk about. They did Octopath Traveler as well, which did I'm they? curious to see. Yeah, huh. and I think like 45 minutes or something. Wow! Oh, holy shit! Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's one of those games where I'm like, I don't probably will never have time to play through this, but I do want to see it. So yeah. maybe I will like get a speed run and also get some of the weird inside <clears throat> knowledge at the same time. Um, Nintendo had their indie showcase thing. Yeah, Nintendo I- UK guess it's a thing now yeah that was kind of weird yeah um it didn't seem like a ton of fanfare i mean anything nintendo's gonna get some fanfare and yeah people are gonna be talking about it but um like people are starved for a direct at this point so the fact that they yeah they yeah. released anything is, they, they is want cool. the new stuff not like indies it's a yeah. little slim on news even for a like an indies it direct, was but um it did have a new steam world game uh, steam world quest Hand of Gilgamesh deck building role playing game with fantasy and steampunk motifs in its hand drawn world. Yeah, quick first on Nintendo Switch. Right, and I think didn't Steam World Dig Two came come out in like twenty seventeen? I think so. That's a pretty quick turnaround. Coming out pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, they've had three games already in the series, and that's gotta be in the last three yeah. years. I want to say. I think the most notable piece of news out of that was Wargroove coming out February first. So what is that? It's like Advance Wars. Is. But it's indie, oh, and that you have all sorts of different factions. There's dogs. Okay, I think I know the game you're. T- yeah. I, I know the game you're talking about. Yeah, I, I did. Those are the two games I saw most people talking about. The t- the two announcements from that. Uh, yeah. From that direct, but um, cool. Uh, I think that should about do it for these couple of weeks. Um, why don't we tell the people where they can find us? You can find us at our website, 8-4.jp, our second home, giantbomb.com. We have a page on Facebook. You can like us there. You can leave us five-star reviews on iTunes. We also have a thread on Resetera that we check regularly, despite Constantly. lack of activity. That's right. <laughs> Here in the office. Um, and if you want to talk direct on Twitter, at 8-4-play, you are... I'm Matt Dermalo. I'm at Mark McD. I'm at Kotowari. I'm at CVX Freak. And uh, yeah, Alex, talk talk a little more about. Uh, we didn't get into the Brave Wave stuff this time. Maybe we'll do it after we do the the spoiler cast. But do you want to plug some some highlights of what you guys are doing over there in the uh, video game music we're territory? Kinda, we're kind of chugging along. We yeah. just celebrated our fifth anniversary Holy last shit. week. Congratulations! Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Yeah, we didn't think we'd make it that far. So it's damn it's, five <laughs> years, man. That's uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I remember when we celebrated eight four's fifth anniversary. Right. When I was an intern, so it's it's. it's wow. I'm glad we made it that far. We we've been that's cool. 
doing stuff on vinyl. Uh, we've been doing some stuff with 8.4. Uh, we released a new Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment vinyl this month. We did Art of Fighting 2. We've got uh, Retroactive, which is the original album by Ninja Gaiden's composer, uh, Yamagishi-san. Uh, we've got a big year this year, actually. Uh, we, we really pushed ourselves in 2017, mm. so 2018 was a lot slower. Uh, but I think 2019 will be pretty nice. There's one project I'm working on uh, for a survival horror game that I mm-hmm. am very excited to release this year, mm-hmm. hopefully, if things go well. So... Do tell. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. Um, it, I saw also. I uh, was reminded of your uh, Panzer Dragoon uh, saga. Yeah. Saga stuff. There's uh, going to be a classic postmortem of Panzer Dragoon. I don't know if that's the series. It's or the series. It yeah. is. So that's going to be cool at GDC with the Tatsugi san. Tatsugi san, the director, and Yoshida san. The uh, what did he do back in the day? I think he was an artist or I'm not uh, sure. Illustrator, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So. But that 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 should be cool. Maybe uh, bump up some some sales for you guys. That's pretty cool. Um, the, the stuff we, that you guys did. We're always planning new stuff. On that. So cool. It should be a pretty busy year for everybody involved. Right. For on. Me, Mohammed. Cool. The book, the Resident Evil book, Volume One, at least anyway. Yeah, um, I mean the the publisher that I was talking to actually folded recently. Okay. Uh so that was a bit of a setback, but there there are other publishers oh, that, I'm I, sure. that I've been talking to and I uh well before that publisher folded, I actually got a bigger word count than I originally had. So mm. I did I did have to delay it at the end of last year. Uh but it it'll Who was come the out. publisher that folded. I'd rather not say. Okay. Uh, but uh, I mean if you can tell put, me off you, off mic. If you put two and two together. Right. Uh, yeah. I, imagine yeah that makes sense whom okay. i'm talking about <laughs> that totally yeah, makes it's, sense it's, uh it'll That's be good. too bad but it will be much better i think for it i mean in the long run like even before the word count increased i think the the word count matched like the first harry potter book so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it, interesting it's, it's gonna be pretty long but cool I'm, I'm quite excited especially since the feedback has been so positive this year uh, 2019. 2019. Yeah. Okay. I mean, awesome. I was I, I wanted to do it on March 22nd just because I'm like that, but it's not going to happen. So, yeah, if anyone who's a publisher is listening to this and wants to get in on this, there you go. <laughs> or they can listen to our retro with capital R E spective uh, podcast, which we are going to do. Dermot, don't shake your head. <laughs> we are going to do at some point. I think maybe I think we might have made a New Year's resolution to do that this year. Again, Resident Evil 2 would have been another good opportunity to do it leading up to that, but we're not going to do that. And when they remake uh, RE5, we'll do it. We're going to do it properly. No, no, no. Don't worry. Um, but Alex, I definitely want you got to be a part of that, obviously. And the Patreon um, will be launched alongside And maybe then. the Patreon will be launched. So you have that to look forward <laughs> to as well, folks. Wait, wait, wait. Well, who's Patreon? Our 8-4 Patreon. Oh. It has not started yet, but uh, Dermot's <laughs> been dragging his feet on it. But, uh, but <laughs> Don't you later, want money? Sooner or later, mm. it's going to happen um, <laughs> so that we can all be playing the same game at the same time and, uh, you know, put shoes on my baby and that kind of stuff. <laughs> Got to get paid, Alex, okay? I'm, it's time to get paid. I'm getting old. It's so just right. took 225 episodes. Yeah. Now we want the money. <laughs> exactly there you go um so on that note um thank you again for listening thank you so much uh, alex for coming by mm, this was, you're this was welcome. awesome this is a lot of fun really want to do the re2 spoiler cast and um yeah more uh the retrospective at some point 
probably later on. This is a lot of Resident Evil for the start of the year. But um, I think we're going to have a lot more fans that want to listen to it after this game, i got to say. The cool part about this, and and I think 7-2, is I think it's going to get a lot of fans on board uh, with the series that maybe weren't so much before, maybe starting with these guys here, hopefully, yeah. too. Mm. So. Um, Anyway, uh, that's it for this time. Thanks again for listening. And until two weeks from now, who wants to take us out? Ah, Shido. That's a tofu line. Oh, nice. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. It talks okay. too. <laughs>
Hey, what's up, guys? Angry Park Reviewer here, reviewing another piece of shit. Shit, 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 shit. These trees are okay if you like shitty trees. Oh, ow! Uh, I got a good idea. Let's put some crap on the ground. This ground is unfinished, plain and simple. It's like broken. I could die! Last time I checked, these are supposed to stay on the trees. I'm just walking normally. Check this out. These are fucking broken! <laughs> what? Why are they put broken trees in a park? This is so fucking funny, man. This is so funny. This is so... Weather sucks. Just make it good weather, for one. This is why you gotta make the weather good in your park. This is like diarrhea. Look, you guys know me. I'm an angry park reviewer, and I'm not gonna take any bullshit from a park. This one's bad. And I can already hear the comments like, oh, parks take a lot of work to do. Shut the fuck up. If I was making this park, I would have made it good. This place is fucking buggy. This place is too buggy for me. And I'm a gamer. Before you guys say anything negative in the comments, just remember that there is never any reason for negative criticism. Just don't watch it. Sucks. That's bad. This is bad. That's bad. This is an unfinished tree. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? It's not even done. It makes like a fart sound. Dude. Like fart. This is so broken. Bad. Poorly made. Last time I checked, trees were supposed to go like this. And this one's not even that good. Dude, I'm barely doing anything to it. Look at it move. Look, as the angry park reviewer, I would love to like a park. But all of them suck. Normally when you go to a park, people say bring water. But I'm going to say if you go to this park, bring some bleach. Self-suicide.